long before they do an occupation. Disperse at once! The moment it does, you will find yourself in the wrong side of history. If you see something, these people have rights! Say something. Alright, y'all, welcome to the Good Me Name Podcast. What's up, y'all? This is uh, Black Lightning Matters. This is the Carefree Black Nerd Black Lightning uh, review. This is the official O H F I C C I A L uh, review where you get your Black Lightning news. I am your co host, Rain Coleman, the Carefree Black Nerd. Uh, you know me. You know who I be. I rap like Shadi Low. And I have with me today, Young Henderson on the mic. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Cole Jackson. And I want to let you know that even though I did not live tweet with you guys, I seen the whole shit that was going on the whole time. <laughs> so These hoes been fucking up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Bro. All right, y'all. You're going to get a bunch of hate in this episode. Oh, I'm going to hate hard. I'm hating real hard, Rain. I'll go one night without live tweet with you, and you just lose your mind. Henderson's go Henderson. Let me tell you, that was the part. Look, we did the pregame. Somebody said they weren't gonna live tweet, so I figured, you know, what I'm saying, just throw it all out there. No, but uh, thank y'all for tuning in to this program once again. We're coming off of a week hiatus, which what the fuck was that for? Um, hashtag why the hiatus. Uh, use the hashtag BLMPod when you're listening to this podcast and when you're watching Black Lightning Live. Do that live tweet shit with us, you know? Word. And um, let us know your thoughts, uh, the conversation. Answer our questions. Make this a conversation. Uh, Let me say something real quick too, Ram. Go ahead. Go you ahead. guys are really missing out on some really good gems on the pregame. A couple things were kind of mentioned in the pregame. A couple things actually happened uh, on the episode. So mm-hmm. if you guys want to get some hot takes and see how how good we are with this show, check us out on the pregame. It is 15 minutes before Black Knight comes on. We will do it. We do it on IG Live on the Carefree Black Nerd and the BYK Radio uh, Instagrams. Just mm-hmm. check us out. That's all we asking you to do. You're missing the, the good, good, the good hot takes before the show. Yeah, the good hot takes. And uh, for those of you who are listening with different time zones. Just whenever the show comes on, on your time zone, 15 minutes prior, hop on Instagram. Uh, I'll keep the links, of course, in the show notes, our Instagrams and Twitters and whatnot. But, yes, check out that pregame 15 minutes before the show airs every week whenever we're not in a hiatus. So Hashtag why the hiatus. Yeah, why the motherfucking hiatus. So we're on Season 3, Episode 5, The Book of Occupation, Chapter 5, Requiem for Tavon. Uh, in this episode, Jefferson struggles with his family, which leads to tragic consequences. Anissa's identity is threatened. Odell takes an important step towards winning over Jennifer. <sighs> uh, what's your thoughts? Give me some, give me some okay. overall thoughts. So I guess I'm just probably going to let my stuff open up. Uh, I'm just going to tell on myself. Very good show. Mm, Very good mm. episode. This should, if they were gonna take a hiatus, it should have been after this episode. Yeah. This episode was really yeah. good, really good, mm. really good. <clears throat> yeah, I agree. Um, I honestly don't know why they. Again, like I said on the pregame, I think the reason why they maybe had a hiatus is has something more to do with uh, crisis than anything else. With maybe having each show involved in crisis at a certain point. 
before Crisis, maybe to you know wrap up all the storylines. And this um, this show and Batwoman both started, I think, the same week, which was a week before Flash and um, Arrow. I think Supergirl as well. Either way, that's what I'm assuming. Uh, so that being said, the height has happened. I'm, I'm not. I'm a. This was a good way to come off of it. Would have been an even better way to go onto a hiatus, like Cole said. But um, I hope it don't happen again. So we well, open up. Wait, what did you think? You didn't tell anybody what you're. Oh no, no, I, I I loved it. Like I said, I said before in the pregame that I wasn't too excited for the show. Not that the show isn't good, but I don't think they've been giving me what I really needed, you know what I'm saying? Um, but this was a damn good episode. A lot of shit happened. Like, a lot of shit happened to the point where I don't know if every single thing pushed the plot forward, but every single thing was entertaining. Right. And looking back on it, I'll probably come to a conclusion by the end of this episode, but I, I really did. If, even Anissa, like I said on the pregame, I think that this was a good mm. Anissa episode. Mm. For all the shit that she deal with. Mm-hmm. No, I, look at all the shit that she been doing. This was very much Anissa. This was very much, I don't know. So I just think it was good. Um, wish could have got a little bit more of Jim, but I think we probably got just enough in the grand scheme of things. That being said, I did enjoy this episode. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, every, every, yeah, pretty much every part of it. So, um, we go through the little flashbacks, a roundup. This would happen last time in case y'all forgot because it has been three weeks or 24 days. So, <laughs> uh, remember Tavon has been round up as a meta. Right. Um, uh, we got Gamby using his special gold spray to attract the, the rims. vehicles. He put them on uh, the rim. Um, uh, what else? What else? Lynn has been working for uh, Weapon X, so she has cured Deadpool among other people, and she's now an addict. Um, that's probably one of the most sinister parts of this show, and that's the one thing that I am very much concerned with. Like, oh, she's showing crackhead tendencies now. No, very much so. Uh, Odell really showed his ass this episode Mm -hmm. with having control or hunting down each and every one of the Pierce women. So there's that. So remember the last episode, the final scene was Jennifer uh, flame on and flying to space. Phoenix, dark Phoenix. Yeah, there you go. And that was that. So we open up with the book of occupation. This is chapter five, Requiem for Tavon. And okay. I still like the intro, the little comic book intro. I like that. It still fits. Um, But we get Tavon doing his, I don't know, Underground Railroad, YouTube, <laughs> Bonanza. I um, like this video. I like this. This was cool because he was just like kind of showing. He, You could tell he misses his parents. And it looks <laughs> like. So I like how they got Tavon portrayed as somebody who's. He really feels like an activist type kid. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, hey, like, you know, uh, one man is, is to lead us. But, hey, looking at all of this, it looks like metas and humans can work together. And, and look at, this is this is what we can do. I like Tavon. I think Tavon is pretty cool. He has a dumbass haircut, but I like him. Yeah, but I'm okay with the haircut. It's just the other stuff. Now, I, I did like it. I don't want to hold you up. I did like it. But it felt very on the nose. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. But him 
doing this little vlog. That's cool because it's it's a way to do the whole writing back home for a contemporary show. But it felt very old to me, and I don't I don't know how to really make sense of that. But mm-hmm. it felt like maybe the I felt like the show was trying too hard or was beating us over the head. Now that that's just this one scene. Now I'm open for critique i'm open for someone to quote unquote change my mind but it felt though it fit with the show it felt very just on the nose in the way that the pastor and his religiosity is very heavy-handed to the point where i don't think he needs to be that heavy because mm. you're a reverend no that, that's that's black know. folks rain like black people black people come to birmingham <laughs> Come to Birmingham, Alabama. Okay. You'll see that you'll be like, "That's the pastor, right there." Yeah, there's a bunch of pastors here. That, that people act like that, man. And black, I think black culture can be a little bit too religious. Not and hey, don't take offense to what I'm saying, I, but I think we know this to be true. I think sometimes we can mm-hmm. be a little bit too religious and too heavy handed on on that type stuff. Sometimes I, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. I, I no, no, I agree. agree. And, I, and I'm not even saying that it's a bad thing. It's just something that stuck out to me, and I don't know how to really unpack that yet because it's something that came off as very odd or inauthentic and not for the sake of it being a bad trope or anything. Mm-hmm. But it to me, it just maybe towards the end of the – by the end of the show, I'll be able to kind of better verbalize what it is. But something about him in those recordings was like – I don't know, man. It it fit the show, but it just didn't fit with me. Mm-hmm. But really? I'm okay. I can overlook that. You know, it's Tavon. I do like him. He's been a consistent extra, and I feel like any other show we probably would have gotten more of him. But with Black Lightning being this kind of exception to the rule, where you have to like the old black folks used to say, you got to be twice as good to be. You work twice as hard to be half as good. Mm-hmm. He he. It, it, it's okay. I'm not. I'm not upset by what I'm seeing, but it feels very kind of. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm gonna figure it out. I'm gonna figure out what that feels like to me. But I did enjoy seeing him. I wish we could have gotten more kids who were consistent from season one, like Keisha. Where the fuck is she? Hashtag Where's Keisha? She's um, been replaced, Rain. <laughs> fuck it. I know, but shit. <laughs> don't don't unviv us like that. Don't just switch these motherfuckers out and be like, you know, you. I mean, you could do it with Henderson's wife, but Keisha, she was vocal. Oh, come on. She was always oh, around. God. If anybody do it with Henderson's wife, she's a thought. She's IG thought now. Man, look, oh, we got return uh, the Mac to hit return uh, the Mac. Man, we'll oh. get to that part. I can talk about my yeah. excitement. Um, we we move but, forward. Oh, no, oh I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say we move forward to rent one of Rain's favorite parts of the episode. Painkiller has his shirt off yet again with this big scar on his back, and he has. Okay, two. you got That's excited. Not even where we go next. That ain't even where we go next. You, bruh, look at you. That one of us is a fan. It must be you, because we go to Odell. Uh, racial profiling these black girls, which this was, I don't know. So pretty much he takes images and steals of Blackbird throughout the city that they've gotten on camera. Mm -hmm. And he like, I don't know, reverse engineers all the black women in Freeland who fit this description, which is like five of them, and one of them being Anissa. 
And I was like, when did Anissa take this mugshot? Like, when did when did these? Yeah. Uh, or I was thinking that could have possibly been when they did their test. Even yeah, though okay. they didn't, even though they didn't take, you know, everybody had to be yeah. tested for the metagene. I'm pretty mm. sure that Anissa and the family had to go through the process per se, yeah. but didn't get the actual test. Yeah, so, I could see that. Yeah, I think that they got it from that because everybody in Freeland is supposed to be taking, you know, getting tested. But yeah, man, but that's the first time I ever seen. That's the first time I seen Anissa look raggedy. Honestly, yeah, and I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, you always got 12 hair. Well, I will say I do enjoy that she has one hairstyle this season. It's it's a it's a believable hairstyle. It, it's versatile. It fits the aesthetic. I don't know where all those Senegalese twists go when she put on that hood, but they're there. So, you know, there's that. <laughs> so Odell smirks at the camera when Anissa pops up, and that's that. Now we move to Painkiller. I want to say <laughs> what I do really enjoy about this show is their makeup department. They yeah, have been working look, their ass off. That scar look that good scar, as hell. You can't tell me that scar don't look good on his back. That like, shit look real look, as hell, too. That shit in every episode. So I, I know with, with, with um, television, a lot of times you may shoot three or four episodes at one time or whatever, and I'm thinking maybe that's what happened. But even if that is what happened... The fact that we keep getting Khalil, and when they show, and I like that they always start from his back just to kind of emphasize this is the shit he's been through. But that scar looked really good. Yeah, that scar did in look addition good. To somebody else's makeup, who we see later on, who got <laughs> who looked old and decrepit, like they did, they shit with yeah, that too. So yeah. kudos, kudos, shout out to y'all makeup, hair and makeup over at Black Lightning for real. Um, uh, so. Yeah. Painkiller gets two white men who come in and was like, what are we going to do? Dance or, you know, are we going to fight? Meta. Like they was calling him a nigga. First of all, yeah. one, of, one of these dudes look really out of shape. Like, come on, guys. Fact. I mean, well, can First we... of all, both of them. Well, one of them, yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, can we get some people in here that actually works out? Jesus Christ. But you know what? No, I'm not even going to say that. He, he, I don't mind the way he looked, but Cause you know some wrestlers they're just big they're not they don't have abs and shit so I'm okay with that but out of all the people you could have got let that nigga be an ASA uniform when these white dudes in the ASA uniform tactical gear who are fit you could have got one of them this nigga he looked okay like he was a threat but not for painkiller if you setting him up to be this big badass you got this. Chunky nigga, like you know, we could move a little bit, but this motherfucking he he had a juice. Oh my he God. Had we had a great fight scene between these guys. Uh, okay, thank goodness. I mean, the fight scenes have been well, very well done. Fight choreography has been really good this season too. I like those. Mm. Um, very good fight choreography. Even though I could tell when his stunt double came in, but that's all yeah. right. But um, one of the guys he he beats up the biggest guy, and the other guy he he uh does like the exploding heart technique on him and he uses mm-hmm. like take five steps and then he put venom inside of him and he he always yeah. said, he says he, he always ponders what his victim's last thoughts are and uh i wouldn't have felt bad if you killed that dude i'm actually yeah, the dude yeah not at do. all like yeah. that's what was weird to me that for all the shit that, Od- that odell can do to the pierces and to everybody else even the meta kids why 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 send two people in to fight to quote unquote test painkiller, but then not let him go through? 
Like, I didn't understand why that death would have been such a bad thing, all things considered. Hmm. Like, this is what you do. Um, one thing I want to comment on with uh, Jordan Calloway, Khalil, the actor, I think he did a really good job in this fight scene, which I think drove home the point that he's now kind of like a shell of a person. His face throughout the entire thing was very, like, it was no stress. It was no... It was robotic. It was... Yeah. He is cyborg for for all intents and purposes. He's Terminator. I think he did a really damn good job for all of the acrobatics and shit you did, minus the stunt double. You still were able to keep the editing is great, the choreography is better, and when he did that heart shit, even that fit in so well. They didn't the make it look corny. Shit. They didn't make it look corny. Like that was good. True. True. I'm gonna That's pull an obscure obscure movie out of my ass, but he's solo. Kids, Google solo. Okay. With with uh Star Wars movie? Mar- with Mario Van Peebles. Oh fam. <laughs> <laughs> You took it back. Okay, well, let me put a pin in that for uh, CBN Movie Night. Might have to, have to, uh, yeah, oh add something God. into that. But yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. So um, here's a problem. Well, not necessarily a problem, but here's this episode really opened my eyes to to something. One, the height differences on. on all of these people. Like Odell yes. comes in and and he's towering over. Over Khalil. Oh, for sure. Like, yes. like and Khalil, yes. like, looking up, there, up at him like he's some child. I was like, I thought Khalil was taller than that. Or either or no. Bill Duke is just huge. No, I think Bill Duke is tall. Because Khalil got to be like six feet, five eleven, six foot. But... <laughs> he's looking up. I'm like, but I, let me say this. Oh, God. I know this is going to like get rain all excited. But okay, Khalil looks super. Like, he didn't. He's got. It's like he worked out for real, for real, for this part. Like he's he swole, like he swole for real. Yeah, so I'm, I think he kind of worked out during the, the summertime to get right for this part because he he swole I, up in him, man. He, I think that makes his back look even better, like with how big his mm-hmm. back is, and that um <laughs> the make. Come on, nigga. No, how big his back is, and then with the. With the makeup, where that scar is, right. that only amplifies how like that. Yeah, so I agree. Uh, I just looked it up. Bill Duke is six four, so that's not that much. That's not that much taller than uh, Khalil, though, right? Well, it's four inches, I guess so. Well, I just I well, mean, he's five eleven, so that's oh well, uh, yeah. There you go, yeah, yeah. Well, there, yeah. And and plus, to your credit, with him working out, when you work out, you look a little slimmer. Like he's not stocky. He's not a Short little like football player type. So mm-hmm. yeah, seeing them up against each other when that motherfucker is six four and he looked like he got knees made of glass. I don't know, man. Damn, <laughs> knees made of glass. You ain't shit. Shit, Nefessa, Um, Anissa is five five. Um, why did that populate? I didn't even search that. Up. But yeah, oh, but, it's your sister. Yeah. You should know that, huh? It's your sister. You should know that. I mean, you know, you don't know how tall Henderson is. That's your dad. Oh, but, I, I'm um, taller than my dad. My dad's five eleven too. And I'm oh, look, I'm proud of Vanessa. Don't, don't hold the fuck up. I'm not ashamed no more. <laughs> you should. You should be. Uh, no, I'm with her. You I stand be. with Anissa. Um, another thing I liked about this scene is the guy who was actually dying from the venom. I think he did a good job with his acting. He mm. he didn't look too. 
he convinced me that, oh, nigga, you about to die. Um, so that was cool. Odell runs in in his H&M original, and he's like, stop it. You're killing that nigga. Stop it. And he's mad. <laughs> what's, what's getting me about Odell is that for all this manipulative shit you're doing behind the scenes, like everything seems to, at some point in time, get away from him. Like, you don't have complete He's control. only one person. He can't be everywhere at one time, No, bro. no, no. I mean, get away, I mean, get away from, like, you, you, you're doing all this shit behind the scenes to have control over people, and your, your level of control, it lasts, but not always. Like, remember when Tobias gave him shit, Lynn gave him shit, uh, then even in this episode, Khalil was like, I'm gonna let this nigga die. Like, even Jennifer is giving him some pushback, so I feel like this is as much a character arc for him as it is for everybody else. Like, but I feel like I feel like Odell has a contingency plan for everything if it does get too far out of his reach. Like, I feel yeah. like he's just like, mm, okay, this is too far out of my reach because now I have to hit the button and then I can shut it all down. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't know. I still enjoy him. I like him with this men in black. Uh, Outfit on every fucking day. I like so that. Black. I can't so, black, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So he talks shit to Khalil. He's like, "Nigga, stop that shit." So then we go to the next scene, <clears throat> which is Lynn being just Ooh, a horrible. She's person. having a fever dream. <laughs> so she's testing this meta chick, who I want to say she looks maybe um, Latin, Hispanic. Mm, um, mm, you think she look more white? Yeah. She's 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 a European. I wouldn't. She's mm. white. Okay, that's fine. I, we can I, we can agree on that. I can't so get she, Which well, yeah, I guess that would make more sense. Hell, she's getting shot with all these bullets. Hell, you wouldn't want to <laughs> put a person of color up there with that imagery. So, um, <laughs> no, I'm saying with the the climate we live in, that would be odd. To just I mean, <laughs> just throw a black girl up there getting shot at. So this girl's getting shot, and what she can do is absorb the kinetic energy of things. So even though she's Damn getting it. shot, she's not her skin isn't being pierced or penetrated. Mm-hmm. And so Lynn has a clipboard, and she's like, all right, chick, look, I want you to absorb it and don't release it until I say so. And then she, <laughs> she, she that, released. That little girl. <laughs> <Go ahead. laughs> she releases, and then she evaporates like, into some shoes. <laughs> Man, I was like, why is her shoes still your clothes on? But these vans is scarred up. That's uh, fucked up. So then so, yeah. we find out that it was just a fever dream from the crack that Lynn has been smoking. And Lynn was like, It's time yeah. for another hit. I got to get I gotta get back to, to the to the crack. I gotta get back to this drug. And so she gets oh. up. She d- she let me t- okay, let me tell you something right now, Rain. This is this is really bothering me. She is a drug Look. addict. She's she likes oh, no, crack. Yeah. Okay, and you just need to you need to be one with this because right now Lynn is an addict. She has addict tendencies. She wakes up in the middle of the night, cold sweat. She gets up, and goes to a purse, and Jefferson's like, "Hey, baby, we gonna have sex tonight?" And she's like, "No, I have to smoke my crack." And so she goes to her purse and she gets That's one of she gets she, she gets a lodgings. She gets one of these throat lodgings from her. <laughs> she gets her crack throat lodgings and then oh. Jefferson looks up he's like I know that look and she was like oh shit I'm caught, <laughs> I'm caught. that's what I thought I thought he was about to say yeah you, nah, you on that green light that's too easy 
He's like, I see that look. Before. That would be that's too easy, bro. That's too easy. Mm-mm. I don't know. He gotta like literally see her put the pipe to her mouth and put the put the crack lodgings in her pipe. I suppose. So he right. so he was just like, I know the look, and that's the look of you having an epiphany in the middle of the night. You had a big idea. She was like, Yeah. Gotta get back to the uh, to the old laboratory so I can isolate this gene and be able to help all these people, Jefferson. And Jefferson's like, how long is it going to take? Five days? You ain't had yeah. sex with me in forever. You, and your fade looks terrible. And so she right. just... <laughs> I just... Yeah. I like that little part of it, though, that her haircut don't look how it normally does. Because she's a crackhead. Like but I like that them adding that in there because they could have easily been like, yeah, she got a fresh cut just like Shit. Jefferson. He's like... I went to the barber. I don't know what you're doing. Yeah, it's crack. Um, I spent my my haircut money on crack, Jefferson. I am sorry. Money on crack. All right. And so she she's just like, and he's just like, man, we got to get on the same page. All this other shit. She's like, all right, whatever. And then he's like, I love you. And she was like, I love you too, but I love these like, crack lodges and more. And okay. She, <laughs> and then she leaves. She looked she looked like a crackhead. She played a yeah. really good crackhead. She reminded me of Halle Berry from Jungle Fever. I was about to say that. Um, I think an important thing to note is that Jefferson is like, man, you can't be leaving out here. We got curfew. And she says, oh, there's no curfew for ASA. ASA. Mm-hmm. We're exempt. And I was like, God damn. That makes sense that they would be. But shit, girl, relax. Um, when you yeah. when you smoke crack, that's what happens. I, and she had know, a bunch of it, too. All them little crack lodges that she had in her. In that, well, she got a bunch I'm of gonna that I'm going to say shit. she's the functioning addict because this crack that you say, this green light, has she been uncovering some shit? Which, okay, now this is where I'm a bit concerned because I get that Odell has been slowly making sure that she takes green light, but does he already have the findings that she's going to eventually come upon? And he just, like, wh- what's the point of getting her hooked? Because I feel like I, I don't know if he already knows the discoveries that she's making, or if you're gonna get her hooked to keep her trying to work. Like what? Nah, like That's the weird. the green light that she's a she the part that she extracted is again that takes away the I guess it takes away the the meta power stuff of it, but yeah, it's enhancing her her it's enhancing her intelligence. So yeah. I think it's I really just think she's uncovering these things on her own. I don't think the data. I think that it's increasing her, her this is a personal like I don't mm-hmm. I don't know for sure but from my understanding the way I see it is I think the green light that she's taking is enhancing her intelligence just it's just super intelligent it's just enhancing mm-hmm. it and enhancing it and she I feel like she's uncovering the shit that they give to her well really I mean I don't even think Odell gives her anything I think she's in that lab working nonstop and she's just uncovering these things because of the the green light extract that she has Okay, I can I, deal with that. I, I just think but, she's like really, really smart now. Yeah, no, and I, and I can, I can deal with that. It's just when he mentioned before when we discovered what he was doing, I was like, man, what is the reason? I mean, to control her, yeah, but is it to control her to find this shit out or? So yeah, I can deal with that. I can't wait till we have her Whitney Houston moment of crack is cheap. Dude, Green looks light like is I, where is that? You think I smoke crack? Yeah, that's that's that that's that broke boy drug. So. <laughs> We go to, um, I think, the inside of everyone's radio when Quiet Storm comes on, um, <laughs> otherwise this, known I, as Anissa's this corny ass damn Bat thing. Cave. Um, 
drinking a little raggedy ass wine. I don't, I'm not a fan. Ooh. I can't. I try to like her, and I just can't do it. Like she's so fucking lame. Well, Glasses I think up. she's improved uh, over the last few well, seasons. Sister, what you expect? Yeah, I mean, shit. Hell, we got Henderson. That motherfucker is MVP style all day fucking long. Nah. So, you know, they, they can turn him around. They can turn this beat around. Shit. Mm. I love to hear percussions. Um, so, Anissa is in her closet cave where stacks of money, which I still don't. I seen that, too. I was like, are you serious? You have all this money in your fu- in your house, out in the open. I don't care if it's in this closet. This is out in the open. She's a villain. She's a fucking villain, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everybody. Everybody who's listening to me, you can say what you want to say. Villains do shit like that. She's a fucking villain to me. I know she's doing it for the greater good, but most good bad guys are doing it for the greater good. She's a villain to me, bro. I'm sorry. That's villainous See? shit. I still can't, and this is a part, like, I would agree with you, but the only thing that's making this hard for me is because they have not explicitly said she took this money. Because, again, okay, let's say that you're right, and she's a villain, and she stole this money from drug people or whatever. How much money would you have stole between seasons that you have all this shit left over? You're still paying the purdy, and you got all this shit left. We haven't seen her take down any criminal organizations or any like. I just that's the disconnect for me with the storytelling. So I'm willing to accept what you're saying, but I can't. Let me just say this. I'm sorry, Rain. Let me Mm -hmm. preface it like this. I'm not saying she's a villain. Like I'm not saying like in the show she's a bad guy. Yeah. To me, that's villain shit. That's Mm -hmm. what bad guys do. They keep money stacked up in their secret cave, and they're she's doing this for. I don't care what anybody says, and people people can you can you can at me at Cole Jackson one two if you want to after you listen to this episode, but she's not doing. I don't feel like she's doing this for the people. She's doing this for her. But she what is exactly? doing it for her what fame. Is, she's doing this for to get her name out there. That's with the Blackbird stuff. Yes, but I, I don't. I, I don't. Let me not say that. Well, I'm going to say. I don't see anything wrong with it. Hear me out. I don't see anything wrong with that because you're still doing the work in a environment where there is an occupation. There is a police state. Now, when it was just regular freedom from season one and two and we, you know, people can go and come and go as they please and there are villains here and there then that would be something different. But I think with the environment that we're in, hell, we haven't even seen Tattoo Man in the 100, but there got to be something bubbling up with them in the background. So I'm okay with that, even if it's just getting your name out, because you're still, part of you getting your name out is still you doing the work. My issue comes in with, what the fuck are we even doing with this character? Because once the occupation is over and the ASA is gone, what then? Also, I think, and fight me argue with me if you if you whatever but i feel like she's supposed to be some type of batman analog because at the very end of the episode when we get the whole everything when you look at these people and not to say she is a direct tie from batman but look at thunder look at black lightning and then look at the the vigilantes and the heroes that we have in freeland now you know who who would when you if anybody off the street general public public watches this show 
and they're into they oh I like Batman, I like Superman, I like Spider Man. Who is the one big name hero you're gonna pull from her? Is gonna be Batman. She got her own cave. She's wealthy. She's a masked hero in all black. She's going around doing the good work, quote unquote. She's doing investigating. So I see your all um, that is good, Rain. All that uh, is good, but, but but Batman ain't all in the videos. Batman no. ain't always trying to get get pictures. Batman is not picking Wait. up fucking tanks and throwing a, He she's always in some type of video or picture, bro. Come on, but, man. Come on, I'm, Rain. Don't do but that. That's what I'm saying. It's not a direct analog like she is the Batman. But if you're the general public just watching the show, that's the first person who will come to mind because of all of the things surrounding her. Like she, if you, she is Booster Gold. But but what average? TV watcher who just knows the surface level of heroes knows about Booster Gold. You have to be somebody who has been watching uh, Justice League and reading the comics, but any Tom, Dick, Harry, or Tom, Jenny, Oprah off the street, they're going to know Batman. So I just think that the way they're handling her is more or less a comfort thing or something to um, like, um, case in point, with music. Tierra Marie. Tierra Marie was a singer. Her name rhymes with Tina Marie. Tierra Marie is not that girl's name. I think her name is Tierra Thomas. Mm-hmm. But it, it, it was, for the public, it was easier to name her Tierra Marie, which I don't know the whole specifics behind it, but you'll remember that because you'll associate that with Tina Marie, who's already a big name. So I think it's the same thing here, though it's not directly she is Batman. You know, she's a black woman. She's queer. She's in Atlanta. But I think it's intentional that they're making her look this way. So, not saying none of your shit is, is wrong, no, but I, I think that that's a part of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I got you. Yeah. Um, so, on her 50-inch flat screen TV in her <laughs> back Why are you throwing shade on your sister? Bro, she, this is the silliest shit. She's okay. corny as fuck. This is... I, it was cool the first episode or two, but then the more I think about it, who else lives in this building? That you have all this shit going on. Like, if this was a brownstone then I'd be okay. But this is clearly an apartment building. <laughs> Does everyone's house look like this? Like, did Gamby come in and redo? Did you do this with your own money, Anissa? Like, it's weird. It's weird. Um, and then, I don't, was this like to show how tech savvy she was that you went from the TV playing the um, underground hood news that went directly to her phone as she walked off? Mm-hmm. Like, that was the because for the split second where she walked away, I assumed that it was just still playing. Mm-hmm. When it showed up on her phone, that was that kind of pulled me out of it. Um, I don't know. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. No, it's all. I mean, I feel you, fam. I just. I, I, and I think they're trying to invoke this whole civil rights underground railroad type of feel. And I think they're doing a good job, but I think they could be doing a better job. Oh, and uh, then we did get the obligatory in my booty shorts. Uh, my sexy. Hey, everybody, look at me in my booty shorts. I'm all for women having agency and doing whatever the hell you want, but something about that just seems either forced or very off. She's the sex symbol of the show. No. Clearly. Clearly, no. she is like what they want people being to fantasize. Like, ooh, ooh that Blackbird, that Anissa. Um, yeah, I can see that. I suppose, but I'm. Well, hell, it ain't for me. Oh, I also want to say that I. One thing that I noticed, uh, well, and this is one reason why I feel like this episode was really good. Robert Townsend directed this episode, by the mm. way. Okay. 
uh, the bad black friend from season two. <laughs> <laughs> Meteor Man, God damn it, you. You a meta too, motherfucker. Right. Okay. That's cool. So hashtag Robert Townsend produces. I don't know. Directs. Uh, yeah, it shows. It shows. This is. Let him do a few more in a, in a row. Yeah. This, this it shows. Really good. Um, we go over to the Pierce household. <sighs> and Jefferson gripe number one for me. Huh? Jefferson gripe number one for me. Okay, come on. What's what? What's wrong? Um, don't give me that look. First of all, well, explain the scene first. Explain the scene first. Uh, um. So Jefferson is has cooked breakfast uh, for his daughter. Oh, 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 yeah, we here. He cooks breakfast for his daughter for Jennifer. She comes down the stairs, and uh, he has her a plate, which because they're both electrical batteries, I guess. Um, it shocks their hands and they both drop the plate and Jefferson goes into this, which in any other instance would probably be okay. But he goes into this kind of reprimanding thing where how many times have I told you not to drag your feet? You know, we're living batteries or whatever. And Jennifer gives him this look like motherfucker. But what's happening is his voice is distorted, which good job at editing because the way they did this was very seamless Mm -hmm. where Jefferson is speaking clearly. And Jennifer is hearing him clearly to a point where he starts to, like, slow down. Time isn't slowing down. Nothing. The images aren't. But his voice is, like, distorted, almost like she's drunk. And, um, yeah, he just kind of cuts into her about, you know, don't drag your feet. Oh, you look a little sick. What's wrong? She's talking about, I ain't feeling good. I don't want to go to school. And then he does the parent, like, touch the forehead. And is like, yeah, you, um, yeah, you going to school. You, go ahead. You go. You go. <laughs> so, Jefferson understands that they're meta humans, right? Okay, so, yes, her yes. sick is not the same as being a regular sick child. So, Ooh, the forehead yes. and the sides and all that bullshit that you did doesn't matter. She's a meta human. And the thing is, and this is what this is what I don't. This is the part of the show that I don't like when they mm. do shit. They make them look stupid. Like, Jefferson has been a metahuman for a while now. So, mm, feeling, feeling sick for a metahuman, especially with their type of powers, could be mm-hmm. anything. It's not regular, oh, oh, I got a cold. No, fool. Like, he's yeah. smarter than that. And I think, I know that they had to move, the, for what happened at the end of the episode, they had to move the show forward. But I, I don't feel like, that, that makes me feel you make me look stupid by making Jefferson look stupid. But I, I, I also didn't like the fact that she was just like, I'm not, we're not, it's not normal. And then he goes into, nothing's not normal anymore. And I, sit down. Sit yeah, the fuck down. Me, yeah. Sit yeah. down, man. Like, we, everything ain't gotta be a, like, I used to, I used to cape for this shit. I used to be like, well, you know, he black Jesus and he's got to, he's this father figure and all yeah. this other shit. But, now it's just random as hell. And it's getting to the point where it's getting on my damn nerves. Like, yep. be a father and be like, oh, yeah, my daughter has superpowers. So her sick might be a little bit different. It might be a little bit different from what, what I think sick is. Yeah. That whole feeling her head and stuff like I was like, are you? And watching it the second time made me even more mad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I agree. I, um, 
I think it was silly as hell, all things considered. Last season, you kept her locked up in her house for 400 days. And now, I'm with you. The sickness thing. And when he said, oh, yeah, you know, nothing is supposed to be normal for us, yada, yada, whatever. I thought, honestly, they could have cut this scene out and had her go through the exact same thing on her own in school and then just run to the bathroom. This scene could have been eliminated altogether. Um, because I don't see the pur- the purpose it serves when this isn't normal for them. Like, we've never, like, her shocking him through that plate, that was cool. I liked the way that looked. But had you have done that, I don't know, in any other season, maybe it would have been like, oh, this only happens when her powers are going crazy. Whereas now we're in a police state. Uh, we are metas, and we're trying to hide that from everybody else. Everybody's being registered. Um, I have the most unpredictable of the meta powers in the Pierce family. Yeah, I'm with you. That was that was some bullshit. And uh, I think Lynn would have handled that better than him. Maybe off the strength of her being a scientist, but off the strength of him having lived through this for decades, he should have been able to better handle his... Because no, honestly quiet as it's kept with her being a woman I would be more aware because I don't know I'm sure she's already had and I'm about to get kind of graphic I'm sure she's had her period already Mm. but she's still a growing child who is a female versus you who was a male when you had your shit going on so who's to say that this ain't fun with her internally some kind of way you know like any number of things could happen that we ain't prepared for because she's a girl Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. these So I don't know. I'm with you. Yeah, that was silly as fuck. That was a dumbass uh, scene. Yeah. Damn, I was blinded by the suit and the new haircut. God damn. Wouldn't be the first My, time. You a hoe. I mean, you know, it's always enjoyable when it happens. No. So, <laughs> so oh, that my first mind went to damn Odell didn't drug this girl. He didn't. Yeah, I seen that in the dr- tweets. <laughs> Man, <laughs> like, I was. You didn't drug her. He drugged her. Did he drug her? <laughs> nah, she just sitting up there enjoying them new powers. She was in the she was in the freaking ozone layer. Yeah, so. and I like that. I like that this is the repercussion from that. Because honestly, when do we get we get Jefferson? But that's because he be keeping his ass whooped. We when do we get a person dealing with the fallout of the stress that their powers put on their body? With the nature of Anissa powers, I don't think we would ever get that. Because she's got to hold her breath. But um, <laughs> Jennifer is exerting a lot of energy, like, physically. It ain't – hers is more um, of a, a defensive – right? I'm saying it right? Where yeah. this is offensive. Is a, yeah. yeah so, so, yeah, I think that uh, – I do like that. I like that. Um, fuck Odell because I thought he did this shit. <laughs> did he uh, drug her? He drugged her. I was like, this nigga – Look, motherfucker, I got a ride for my family. That's my sister. <laughs> terrible. This is terrible. Oh, shit. You have an update, Dr. Stewart? I believe I know how to stabilize the metagene. I thought I was lucid dreaming. Turns out my subconscious self is quite demanding when it wants to be heard. Dreams of severed feet. Dr. Jace deliberately infected the metas of Freeland to send me her research sliced into the DNA of the virus. In which you were successful in developing a vaccine. Yes. On closer examination of the virus's RNA, it was revealed that Dr. Jace used a gene editing tool to send me a specific amino acid chain. What do amino acids have to do with our metastabilization problem? <laughs> Everything. 
20 amino acids like this make up a protein chain. This particular protein was a byproduct of a serum that was the predecessor to the metagenic vaccine in Greenland. Once it's metabolized in a human host, it strengthens the mitochondrial membrane potential of metacells significantly. Don't you see? Dr. J sent me the protein I needed to theoretically stabilize the metagene permanently. The only problem is it can be synthesized in a lab. It has to be extracted from a human host. Any human host will suffice. Well, that's where it gets strange. According to the ASC database, only one patient survived taking the serum. Patient 49. Um, so we go back into the lab at the ASA, which Lynn loves her embroidered ASA outfit. Um, <laughs> she wears it well, doesn't she? Crackhead. She, she does. You know, she's, she's a crackhead. Good. You she's a good. She's a very pretty crackhead. God damn it. So she, um, I like how manic she seems. She's always delivering her lines in the same way she did before, but more intense, like a Shonda Rhimes episode or something. She's very mm. much like. You know, Fitzgerald, you can't be president and be my white lover. Like, she gives that very scandal-esque delivery. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, what she's unlocked is that Dr. Jace, with her disease, her legacy virus for Metas, she has sent Lynn kind of a code within the virus Mm -hmm. that Lynn has unlocked that has... uh, I don't know. She mentioned like people with their feet cut off. And remember, Dr. Jace, um, that was a symptom of her reign of terror from before the show started, mm-hmm. where she had a bunch of people with feet and hands cut off or some shit. Um, she's synthesizing um, the drug. Science, 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 but it has to come from a certain patient, which is patient 49. Which we can uh, find out who that is later in the episode, which is good. Now, one thing I liked, but I feel like could have been included in last episode, if they have had, had have had this scene, like the Lynn scenes, and put them in the last episode so that you had the Patient 49 as a cliffhanger for this episode. Mm-hmm. I think that would have improved last episode. But, yeah. yeah, Patient 49. It could have been a whole week of who is Patient 49. Um, so, go ahead. This your dad. You can take it away. Go on with this next scene. So... We get my father, Henderson, telling everybody about the Blackbird um, releasing all the prisoners, as, and including a minor. Um, and a lot of people are booing him. Uh, they boo him. They, he's sitting up here <laughs> just saying, hey, it's a $50,000 reward for anybody who can tell the whereabouts of Blackbird for mm-hmm. uh, helping these criminals escape. And then, mm-hmm. from out of nowhere, old 2-bit. <laughs> My main man, two bit throw. He stood up here like, "What's going on? What be happening down here in these streets? What you talking about?" And then he's just like, "Hey, two bit, shut up, nigga." And two bit, <laughs> two bit is back there. They're booing the captain because he's coming off as, for all intents and purposes, Uncle Tom or a Coon. They, they are. He is a bootlicker for the ASA, and mm-hmm. um, Rain's uncle is there, the preacher. Uh, he's sitting up here, sure. um, fifty thousand. That sounds like thirty gold, gold shillings to me. Okay, hold on. <laughs> I, I need to interject. I've grown up in the church. I grew up in a black Baptist church my entire life. This is the most shucking and jiving Bible verse quoting ass. He, they set him up to be a crooked uh, reverend in the first couple seasons. Now he's just holier than that. Who the fuck is this nigga? I who. 
Uh, I understand speaking in scriptures because you've studied the Bible and certain things that may happen do apply. But every time this man is on screen, looks like you thirty gold, his. looks like thirty silver pieces to me, brother. This remind me of Psalms twenty-two, <laughs> verse sixty-one and hundred and four. This reminds me of this. In the urinal shall reap the like he just said. This reminds so me of Nicodemus much. coming through here talking to Jericho. Oh my God! This reminds me of the Book of Knuckles and Buckers ready to fight, Volume One. Like, what are you? He bothers me in a way that I understand this show is in the South and that it, it is um, it's incorporating all parts of black life, so specifically the religious part of it. But when I tell you this motherfucker is a walking, talking stereotype of a... Now, again, there may be men like him to a T, but this just feels so out of place in Freeland where he's not even surrounded around people in the church who are like mimic him who do you know how birds of a feather type of thing like we don't even have consistent people around him who also talk like him mm -hmm. to make this be like oh they're just religious he just comes off as a caricature of you don't know nothing about this the god god's looking at us right now boy get I'm on saying. your knees and pray his, That's why they took your your vertebrae out, boy, because you're doing right. evil work. The, this reminds me of Ephesians 54. Right. <laughs> These uh fucking men's warehouse ass suits he wearing with this cane. I'm sick of this motherfucker. Um, yeah. So okay. So so he said. <laughs> okay, fam. Come on, man. So. While, okay. Jefferson, while Henderson is up there talking about if you see... Oh, there's another thing that this show is doing well. They're incorporating these real-life sayings and situations that yeah. we've seen within the past decade, mm -hmm. and they're incorporating it into the show in a very smart way. Because Henderson's big thing is if you see something, say something. Say something. And so, snitching, is, snitching, snitching is winning, boy. Snitching is winning. And my issue with that, which I tweeted that, which is what the fuck good is... $50,000 if we stuck in this goddamn police cage. You can give that's me $50,000 all day said. long. <laughs> two like, How am I supposed 50K? to get out of here? Yeah. I, mm. Only... Okay, so when I seen the tomato get thrown, I was like, that's so cliche and bullshit. But when I yeah. when I seen it the second time, I figured that two-bit had threw it. I was like, it's all right. Yeah, I'll give it no, a pass. Yeah, I'll give it a no pass. Wrong. He can't do no wrong. Two bit was he like, "Hey everybody, I didn't hit you. Hey, it's me, Two Bit. Watch your smoke crack." Yeah. He said, "I saw it. Should I say, <laughs> Should I say something?" <laughs> this motherfucker is a fool. Um, his dreads need to be cut down. Nope, nope, can't do that. We gotta have him looking raggedy. He's gotta oh, look I raggedy. That. I love it. I love Two Bit looking raggedy, man. It's great. Um, well, okay, so we move on to the next scene. How do you feel about Tavon's parents? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Okay, I'm listening. <laughs> Mr. Pierce, it's just breaking my breaking my heart that my son ain't nowhere to be found. They just took him off and killed him like a dog. First of okay. It's a scene where Tavon's parents is talking to Mr. Jefferson like he can do shit, but apparently mm -hmm. he can. 
And they have this full conversation about Tavon and them taking him away. And he's saying, no, nah, Tavon's probably in one of these concentration camps. He's not over there. Well, and this is, the, this is what pissed me the fuck off. Come on. Ain't no way they could have took him away. I got paperwork that says that he's not a metahuman. Why doesn't he have that paperwork on him? Kiss my ass. Oh. Kiss my black ass. That is garbage as fuck. So you mean to tell me that this whole shit could... He got framed, but he really didn't get framed because you have the paperwork to prove that he's not a metahuman. So why did the... Question. Why didn't the ASA know this? No, they did. And why, again, like Rain said, why does he not have his papers on him? Why is he roaming the streets without his papers? Why you as the parents... Did anybody get to say anything to the parents? How long ago was this? Was this is this the very next day? Like what's going on? Because you mean to tell me like we could have killed all this shit by just saying, "Oh, here's this paperwork." Sorry. See, my concern with this and I don't think the show even understands what they're doing. My issue with this is a few things. If they knew that he was not a meta, then why would they pull Tavon out of class like that? And they never explicitly said it was him. They said um, something to the effect of, we heard, we there was some meta-human activity in this classroom. They so, said it was him, though. They, they specifically pointed him out. Okay, so that's even worse. So now you say it's him, and you pull him out. I... They didn't even retest him. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, I'm, if I'm going to say, okay, it's Tavon, let me pull him. And I understand that, you know, y'all the big bad villains and you can do whatever you want. But I don't understand, which I kind of do because it's a black body. So you're just going, what the fuck does it matter? Yeah. But if you have, if you have this person who is possibly a meta and we have Odell using these motherfuckers as weapons and shit and we, and we snatch him up. Why are we not retesting him to see what it is he's capable of? We had a whole opening montage for like two episodes of Miriam and then the big uh, black dude who wasn't a meta. Mm-hmm. And then Jefferson. Like, so I don't under like the continuity is kind of fucking with me because now what is it that you're actually doing at this point? That's a good you question. Know? So that's the problem for me. I don't like when. I can deal with plot holes here and there, especially when you can kind of call back to them before. Nigga Nightcrawler, I've just completely pushed that out of my mind. I'm 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 just understand we're never going to get a final countdown of that shit. It just whatever. But I, that was confusing to me. You did all this and then the ultimately the way that Tavon's story unfolded was even more disgusting. Yeah. And I'm actually mad at the show. I'm mad at the show behind this yeah the writing the writing was not good on this one no not at all so um you have rock from um the late 80s early 90s and you have the chief San Diego, and they're the parents (laughs) for uh Tavon and so they go to Jefferson which I, I I can I can get behind that because you're in a police state and Jefferson is the one constant, and he's proven himself over the last two seasons to be black Jesus, to be the savior. So I'm okay. But what I don't understand, which is very odd to me, is that I know 
I think because we had that week hiatus, it feels like they took a while to get to him. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like wouldn't someone have maybe called his parents? That's what I'm saying. I'm, that's what I just said. I'm, was this is this the next day? How long ago was this since they took him? Yeah, and you I have the paper. You have the paperwork. No, 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 no. I, I get what you're saying. I'm I'm not even talking about a school like a, official. I'm meaning like the kids because I know if I'm in high school and somebody I'm friends with, especially if my mama and their mama and our parents are cool, if they end up I don't know with a broken arm. Yeah, the school is going to call your back. mom, but I'm about to find the a way to gonna... be like, I'm going to call my mom and say, you need to call Miss Nikki or Yeah, Mr. the street's going to tell. Yeah, so that was weird to me. And they didn't seem to be distraught enough. Because for me, there just recently I saw a clip of um, This Is Us where Sterling K. Brown's character and his wife are talking with another black couple about their children mm-hmm. dating each other and whatever. There was so much emotion in that scene that I felt like could have translated to something like this. I know there's black people behind the scenes on Black Lightning, but the mom and dad did not seem upset enough. Mm-hmm. And I know you can't really gauge anyone's... Um, reaction to trauma but this felt like for because the mom was like yeah if the medicine didn't come into town then this wouldn't be a pro-. for you to have that type of visceral reaction but not be like bawling crying mm-hmm. behind your son being gone that felt odd hmm. well it comes later mm, sure so he mad we took that test and registered a month ago and fuck this shit and fuck you, Jefferson, and find our fucking kid. And I'm thinking, like, nigga, what are you doing to find your kid? Like, I get coming to Jefferson, but why are you not out there trying to, demanding to speak to whoever is over? Well, you know what? I'm going to have to do that. These are black people mourning, dealing with this. So I'm going a, I'm to a try to yeah, put it feel weird. Past it. It's all good. And yeah. We, we go so. to... Anissa's place where she is giving Grace the um, vaccine so she won't get, um, you know, triggered or... Where did she get it from? She got it from... Shit, that's a good question. Where did she get that That from? That was a concern for me. It felt like a She had a bunch of it, too. Listeners, if you know, please she use the hashtag BLM pod and let me know if I'm missing God something. But I was trying to figure out where the fuck did she get all of this vaccine? She had a bunch of it because she had that for Grace. Then she had some more vaccine to take to the pastor. Then she had more vaccine to go to, to the party. To the party. Fuck. Where what did she get this from? They were like in nice fancy syringes. I don't remember a scene where Gamby was like, we've isolated this and we're going to do. I don't even remember a scene of her mother giving her. So there. where the fuck did she get this vaccine? Don't try to take a week off and act like we're supposed to just forget about some shit. Uh, where did she get the vaccine? I damn sure didn't think about that. God, that was a dang. very big issue for me because my thing is, it's you're taking too long now. If you've had this vaccine, you should have went directly to your sister. You should have took yours, gave it to Grace, and went immediately to all those people that were at in South. Like that was weird for me that she had that vaccine. Well, she gives Grace the vaccine, and then Grace is just like, "I'm, I don't need a babysitter and all this other stuff." And then, you know, she was like, "Racist stuff." Yeah, this was the oh, so I'm wasn't the only one. This was probably one of the most racist scenes I've ever seen in my life. 
She was and coming from Grace. It, from everybody. Like she was like, don't uh, she was like, I need more. I sure wanna be free, Master. She was like, Don't be okay. in Okay. <laughs> that what she okay. did. I sure no, no, no. would no, like I'm to be free. I this... sure want to be free. Don't be playing emancipation with me. And then, then she makes this comment. You know, she finds out that Gammy's gonna be her babysitter. She was like, "I thought you were gonna be black." He was like, "Well, I thought you were gonna have spots." <laughs> it was like this was such the... a weird. <laughs> Where's the WB I... frog when you need him? Who is that? <laughs> okay, no. Let's let's dissect this. So. And this gives her the uh, magical antibiotic, the MacGuffin. And she's like, no, I don't feel no different. You know, I'm good, girl, whatever. I got a new wig. Um, They don't have any chemistry to me. They have more chemistry. Oh, that awkward ass kiss that they did? Oh, my God. them talking to each other. It's just, but whatever, I can overlook that. So she's like, I want a babysitter. That's Grace. And she's like, look, girl, you took, which made sense. You took this vaccine. We don't know how your abilities are going to react to the vaccine, even though it's like making sure you don't get the virus. It's a vaccine. It's like the flu. They put a little bit in your body so your body can build up an immunity. So mm-hmm. oh, that's cool. I get it. She said something about, what is the Siri name? Is it Annabelle or? Oh, Luke? God. So, what was the name of her? Shaniqua? Shin- I have so, no idea. It was terrible. So, Grace is like, isn't that like slavery? And I was like, what the fuck? Are, what are you even fucking talking about? Then she dissects the word uh, robot or whatever. To Robo means indentured Robo, servant. Yeah, and I was just like, yeah, I think y'all think this is supposed to be cute, but this is this is annoying because Anissa has walked around with this damn black Siri forever in a day, and now the Grace that we get this season doesn't feel like the same Grace from before. And that I don't I don't know how to feel about that. Um, Gamby walks in, and this is why I say the the chemistry between Anissa and Grace is very odd. How do you date someone for let's just say six months, and y'all fell out because one person ghosted you, and you kind of upset. And then y'all kind of reconnect, but it's random because it's at a party that you're working for your ex who's fucking with this other chick. And then, I don't know, two days later, your ex runs back into your arms because their uncle has been murdered. You never seen this uncle before? You've never laid eyes on this uncle. So when Gabby walks in and she's like, oh, I thought you would be black. He's like, oh, I thought you would have spots. Leopard spots. That was that was weird to me. Chicken. Uh, Now it's time for Alfredo. (laughs) Which was that was odd. He was like, oh, I didn't even see if you maybe have an allergy to such. She's out here eating whole people. She ain't got an allergy to nothing. Um, (laughs) The other thing that was odd to me is that this scene ended with them like, Oh, you want to see baby pictures of Anissa? Oh, that would be great. So it it just seemed like a lot of the stuff that happened should have already been established with a relationship before. Um, not that you meet somebody like, hey, my name Cole Jackson. Want to see baby pictures? That's not how that works. But after you spend so much time with somebody, I feel like, Cole, if somebody dates you, they would know if you have a white uncle. I feel like that would come up. I feel like you would maybe say, hey, you know, I have an Uncle Gamby. He's, you know, he's always around. Uh, he made this shirt for me. 
Right. I would come or, out that no, he he made my whole costume where I go at his Blackbird and I have the even and my, that and more my back cave. He made my back you know cave. You're right because this ain't just no regular friend of the family type shit. I know that you're Blackbird, so why wouldn't I be like you know my uncle? Whatever. I don't know. It just this was a weird scene. <laughs> the slavery comments. The oh, I thought you were black and the. <laughs> It, the outfit that Grace is wearing, what is this lace boudoir <laughs> shirt underneath this halter top? Moving <laughs> moving on. Shonda, that's her name. Shonda <laughs> is a robot. I wonder if Shonda is they gave her that name because of Shonda Rhimes, right? Or because it's just very black. Shonda. <laughs> and then Shonda says, Oh, Anissa, you're the fairest one of all. And what Shonda has never said that. Shonda has never been that Damn, AI ish. She's always oh been. Oh my god! Well, this is weird. And this got this damn. I don't know. We move forward to Jennifer being drunk in this computer lab, and Lloyd is doing his yeah. homework, and she's just like, she sees her powers kind of manifesting, and she's just like, oh shit, here we go again. And she's like, hey Lloyd, and he's like, he was like, he was like. Hey, what's going what's on? Kitty, I'm trying to come up. I'm trying to get it. Get it, Shawty. Get it. So she was like, hey, could you stop singing for a minute and give me your jacket? And he was like, well, my <laughs> locks are too luxurious for you to be trying to touch on my hair. So, of course, I can. So he gives him. <laughs> but he looked real shady when he looked at that jacket. He looked at that jacket. Yeah. And was like, I was like, what's in that jacket, bro? <laughs> but you know what? This one, I had the thought that he's not the villain. This is exactly when I was like, no. I said that already. The show has set him up to be this um, kind of red herring where you want him, you you will more easily accept him being a snitch or a bad guy. So I knew that he was. I I said that already, though, by the way. So I already threw it out there. So. I don't care, goddammit. I'm telling you who the villain is. Is a little the girl. She's the she's the ass. She the she the she the ops. She killed Keisha. Please, God, bring Keisha back for you. Because you just will not let it die. Because Keisha will beat her ass. Keisha don't play no games. So, (laughs) Jennifer gets the coat. She puts it on. She's just like, hey, could you, you know, be a gentleman for once and just let me have your coat because I'm cold up in here. And then she goes to type, and then she just shorts out all the computers. All the computers are shorted out. And so Mm -hmm. she's like, oh, shit. And then the teacher's just like, all right, everybody, don't worry about it. It'll be okay. It's already okay. Everybody all right? Then good. And then your friend, whoever her name is, uh, looks Flipper. back and is like, huh? Flipper? What's her fuck name? Her. Oh, fucker? Uh, no, I can't. She's a minor. Anyway, <laughs> she's just like, she's like, Jennifer, what's, she's like, what's wrong? And she was like, I'm coming down from a high. I was on top of the world. And I came back down. And then I got a hangover. She was like, and then she takes like her, her, some type of electrolyte. It, well, she said, there's no electrolytes in energy drinks. That shit, that shit don't. Is it? No. no, no, I'm saying hand out of her bag. I don't whatever. I don't trust whatever she got in the bag. In the bag. I don't either. I didn't trust it either. But she was like, "Here you go, electrolytes. That'll help okay. you out." And she, she, and then of course she was like, "I'll get you back." Like with her hood ass. <laughs> <laughs> I get you yes, back. I get yes. you back. I get you back, cuz. And she was like, I bet. And then it was it was I on. Am. And then, I, and then I, I, I Lloyd I is <laughs> Brandon, aka Lloyd, is looking back like, no, none of y'all hoes touch my hair, please. And so yeah. <laughs> So after that we move uh, to um back to the lab where Lynn is 
figuring out how much crack should she smoke in one day. I've oh seen crackheads. No. I've seen crackheads do that before. And we see Odell marching down the hallway with a with a someone a criminal with somebody locked up. He's locked up in their uh locked up in their chains. And then he walks in and he says, "Patient forty nine, just like you asked." And he turns his he turns around and he and he look and it's none other than who? Tobias Well, patient forty nine, and he looks scraggly as hell. He looks horrible. Like I said, the makeup department earned their motherfucking check that day. Mm-hmm. Everybody between Khalil's back um, uh, makeup, whatever. And Tobias, oh, they they earned those checks. Mm-hmm. And I, huh, um, now to me personally, I knew that wasn't a surprise. I kind of knew Patient Forty Nine was going to be Tobias. Well, mm-hmm. um, I mean that just was probably one of the worst kept secrets ever. Um, but the look on her face when she seen that was him. Yeah, ooh, she yeah. was like, I need a peanut butter and crack sandwich after this. Oh boy! <laughs> but the, now, to, to, it was a surprise to me, but only briefly because I assumed that Patient Forty Nine would have been somebody like Issa, or it would have been Jefferson. I, I don't know if I just weren't paying close enough attention to the wording, but I, I honestly thought that it would have been Jefferson. But then when he started walking down the hall, that's when I was like, "Oh no, we yeah. haven't seen enough people in this prison for me to be like, oh, I wonder who that is." That's clearly Saber too. I mean, that's clearly Tobias Well. So, yeah. So he did that. Um, yeah, that fucked me up. That fucked me up. I knew that uh, was coming because we ain't seen Tobias in a minute for real. I kind of see. I was like, who else could it be? Yeah, they got. If they had, had other villains in there or just other people, then that would have been better. But yeah. that happens, and then we cut to commercial. Um, <laughs> after that. We get Henderson on a rampage. He walks into the, I don't know. Um, First of all, my father should not be harassing Two Bit. Two Bit's got his his uh, his little his, his little raggedy ball. That fam. This look like somebody's basement. Don't it? Two Bit is Two Bit is sitting around drinking with the rest of these folks, and Henderson goes in. Yeah. Two bits, and he calls him two bits, and I hate that. He just he's fucking with him, but uh, you know, he goes in and he's like, "I need to talk to you, two bits." And he was just like, "What you need to talk to me for?" I I threw the tomato, but it didn't hit you. And then Henderson clears out the bar and says, "The ASA is gonna come in, and they're gonna be checking registration cards. So if you don't want to get caught up, you better get the hell up out of here." And two bits is mad. Two bits like, "Man, what you do that for? All that money I was selling, I was selling weed." And so. Um. What? Hold on, because this isn't even the same bar from before. It doesn't look like I it. told you two bits went to somebody's basement. What do you expect? Damn. On top of that, though, <laughs> these people did not move. Okay, I want to mention this before you finish. <laughs> With this scene, Henderson says, if you don't have your registration uh, card, you're going to be arrested. My question becomes, how does anyone live in Freeland without a registration card? That makes no sense to me. If you're rounding up people and testing them for metagene, I don't understand. And I'm, this is a serious question. How are you existing in Freeland in this police state where no one gets in or out? Everybody has been tested for seeing if they're metas. But how do you, how do you, how do you, how do you 
How the, do you not have a registration card? The resistance. I don't think the resistance people have registration cards. But that's what I'm saying. Like, so where? Why do we have this large amount of people who just don't? Because there was a lot of people that left that bar. How do we have this big number of people who just don't have registration cards? Because a lot of people aren't feeling what the ASA. They're not gonna try to go through with what the ASA. I, I can. That's believable to me. To me, that's believable because no, but. I, no, I'm I'm saying it's believable to me because a lot of people are not going to get tested because a lot of the people aren't feeling like I said. Hence, we have a resistance. So I really I do, and I and the thing is that I'm pretty sure that's one of them them uh, shot houses or something like that. I'm pretty sure that's one of them places that wasn't no legit bar. That looked like somebody's yeah. damn basement. He had he had he was running a side. Two, this is two bit. He got a side hustle somewhere. You know, so we find out that he has food that he's taken from the ASA and he's been selling it. He's a hustler. He took a whole yeah. damn, uh, he took a whole goddamn air conditioner. Come What's on, man. You know, the, you, now you look, look, yeah. look, coming from where you come from, coming from where you come from, Rain, you know what a hustle man is. You know that he got yeah. the shot houses on the side. You know That's what I'm saying? That's fine. I just don't understand be, okay, because this makes that whole kidnapping Tavon even more weird. Because if you're not going through enforcing, if this ain't no true police state where you're forcing every single person to uh, test to see if they're metas, you're locking like it just that just didn't fit to me in the. Let me tell you. Know, let just, me tell you something. Let me tell you something, right? It's grown ass men out here that they ain't even got an ID, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But but that's different, man. That's the choice of you yeah. not having an ID. This ain't you in a police state, and they know that there's 60,000 people in Freeland. So we know, like, because it, it just, I don't know. I, maybe it I'm don't boggle. Okay. It don't boggle my mind. Like, there's plenty of, of people out there that don't that slide through this shit. To me, that makes sense. It makes sense for me to. to no, me. I mean I can accept it, but it's just like, how do you? I don't know. Man. How you how you forty nine years old ain't got no ID. <laughs> you mean, get what I'm what? saying? It's niggas that's like grown out here in these streets that ain't even got an ID, bruh. Like seriously. Mm-hmm. I suppose, man. Okay. You I'm don't exist. If you don't have an ID, you don't exist, basically. Yeah, but the fact that we're dealing with the meta part of it, that's what has me like, y'all should go above and beyond. Cause what about this? I don't know, 40-year-old man who don't have an ID, who live in the ghetto of Freeland, but he can control people's minds. You out here hunting metas, you need to take precautions, but I'm, I, I can accept that. I can accept it. Um, Yeah. So, we go to the next scene, which is Anissa and this crooked... Wait. Th- okay. Oh, go ahead. My bad. Wait. Ahead. The, most, the most important part, 2-Bit. Him and 2-Bit. 2-Bit and Henderson have a back and forth, and 2-Bit uh, gets arrested. I mean, I'm pretty sure he's used to it, but Henderson arrests two bit. I forgot. Oh, he arrested him on the charge of uh, what was it, something of an officer? He said he was a uh, yeah, like not obstruction of justice, but like almost assault. I think yeah, like assault of an officer or something like that. So yeah, um, which is cool. I mean, it ain't cool, but it happens. And uh, two is like, nigga, you can't arrest me. I'm the police. No, he's <laughs> I'm sleeping with but, your uh, wife. Why didn't 2-Bit whoop his ass? 2-Bit could have took Henderson for a while. Until his he lungs can't. He got charges. You know 2-Bit got two strikes? All right. He got two uh, strikes, nigga. I'm sure. 
So we do go to. <laughs> that was the whitest answer I've ever heard in my life. I'm mm-hmm. sure he does. Yeah. I'm sure he does. Well, that, see. that old, Hell. that old two bit. I no love it. <laughs> oh, come on, see, motherfuckers. Uh, so we go to Bethula Baptist Kojic Church in Christ. Stop talking about your and, uncle like uh, that. Huh? I said, stop talking about your uncle like that. Man, fuck that. I ain't claiming that motherfucker for nothing. I don't know that nigga. So, uh, okay, this Anissa, show, well, Blackbird shows up with like the most light ass scientific briefcase. <laughs> with now, this is where my issue comes in. When we start seeing the amount of syringes that are in these um, suitcases, there are many more people than there are syringes. Are we using the same needle? In the same drug on multiple people. Wait a minute, hold on. How do you know it's more people than syringes? We ain't because seen, when, they didn't see that. We didn't see what's in that in that suitcase. No, but when when we got to the party, we did, and there were. Look how small that suitcase is, and then it's one of those suitcases that has the foam that you would like if you had a gun and you were a secret agent. It's one of those type of suitcases. That being said, there were only like five or six spaces like of needles. So watch when you get to when they get to the uh, South Freeland. There are not that's not like a suitcase with like a pack of bunch of syringes. Those it was like maybe I'll even say twelve. I'll give you twelve syringes. There are a bunch of goddamn people walking around in that church and a bunch of them in South Freeland. Them cases too big for just twelve damn syringes. It's got to be a front and a backside. No, it has that, that foam though. That's what I'm saying. It has that foam that keeps stuff sturdy because you don't want it to move around. Man, look at the scene again. I'm gonna try to screenshot it. I think I seen. It. I think I seen it. I'm gonna look again. Yeah, well, the pastor. Okay. Oh, this is what I wanted to say. Did it not seem like they were making the Reverend be a bad person in the first season? First yeah, season? he was so a suspect. Is, so is this not weird? That yes, he now, I still okay. don't trust him. What are you talking I about? Like, I still don't trust this guy. He's. he's I feel like the show is trying to make him be. I feel like they're trying to kind of get away from how they had him in the first two seasons. And that's not, that's weird to me. Like, he's taking money from Blackbird. I don't know. Whatever. Fuck that dude. Yeah. Fucking potato head. <laughs> oh, so, he talking about, Knuckle oh, head. Bible, Bible, religious, religious, <laughs> religious, Bible, Bible. Thank you, uh, <laughs> Girl, I don't know who you is, although you sat in my pew for 27 years. This but... reminds me of John 844. Walk God, down the shit. aisle and not jump off the broom. That, fam. This is some random shit. Remember when God created the third day? That's what this feels like. Like, what? What are you even talking about, man? <laughs> um, so, he hobbles off, and then we get. Shonda, I hope this isn't a bad time. You have a secure call waiting. The way they're using Shonda, does this feel like the way they used her at the beginning of the season? No, nah, like... I thought she was just Alexa. Right. So her for her having all this like autonomy is okay, but where did this come from? This is not how she was acting before. Like, ugh, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so she has a call. And uh, I don't like her outfit, the Blackbird outfit. Why well, I got short sleeves. So um, Jefferson's calling. I'm going to let you take this away. So Jefferson talks her into, well, she asked her to bring Tavon back. 
She says it's dangerous. Um, and Jefferson's like, but what if it was Grace? Like, you would do everything in your power to do that. So. You just called her a hoe last episode. Why are you now trying to throw the Grace card in her face? Well, I have okay. a problem with both of these things. Go ahead. She Well, she says, she's first of all, stop saying dad. First of all. God damn huh. it. This is getting on my fucking nerves. Say that. <laughs> dad. Say let me tell you something, dad. Like, shut the fuck up <laughs> um so as much as i hate to say this she has a point it yeah. is dangerous he's wanted for being a meta we understand that we get that like the asa is looking for this dude because he, he didn't escape and jefferson is <laughs> jefferson is doing what he has done all show long not just this season. I'm talking the whole existence of the show. Make yeah. decisions off of emotions and not yep. off of logical thinking. Mm-hmm. These parents that came to Jefferson and Jefferson is just like, you need to bring him back. Like, bring him back. Like, you need to bring him back. For, and it, it pains me to say this, but Anissa was right. It's dangerous to bring this nigga back. We can't do this. Like, we cannot do this. Like, I am, I can't do it. I'm going to see what I can do. You know what I'm saying? In, in a way that you have been gone from freedom for like a month and some change. Shit has changed. You chastise. You come in my house. You chastise me in front of my girlfriend. You call me a whore. You go out. And yeah, we made up and worked together and went to the police. priest. No, I only mentioned that because you go through and do all this shit. And now the tables have turned where... I, I, me being Anissa, is more of the Black Lightning figure than you were. So you're you're going at this in a way that Anissa would have a season or two ago, mm. and you're trying to get something done without, like you said, based off emotion, but you're not putting enough thought into it. Because why are we not... Go ahead, go but ahead. But Jefferson ahead. can't be Black Lightning because of what was transpired. Like, he can't go out and just save nobody no. and do what he can, because he's being I monitored. And he's being, so it's like, it's by default, I gotta go to you. I, I but can't that's do the anything thing. else. You have to, all that shit he had been talking about her before about you rushing out and you doing these things and you acting all wild. But he's else. right. No, I'm not saying he's wrong. What I'm saying is now that the shoe's on the other foot, you can't just come at me with some emotional shit in a space that is not built for that. This ain't regular freelance. She's giving you the reasons why this should not happen. Okay. And you so adamant about, oh, this gotta happen because I made a promise to his parents that I didn't know if I could even fucking uphold, but All I right. just made it to him anyways. Yeah. I feel like if that's the case, then you should have called her and called Gamby on three-way and said, how can we make this happen? Is this even possible? That makes sense. I, so that's I what I'm saying. I, I think everything still stands. I just think in this moment, because you know you can't be Black Lightning and you have to default to her, not to say that she's your superior. I'm not saying that by any means, mm-hmm. but you can't preach one thing and then do something else. You know what I'm saying? You... You even said he being emotional. You being emotional in a way that his Achilles heel is these black people, and that's that's commendable. That's great, but you can't save everybody. Tavon was safer when he was away from his parents. That's what I was about to say. I'm like, it ain't you ain't really saving him. You're not really saving him because then let's say he gets back. Let's say what happened because we'll talk about what happened. Happen what happened happens, but let's say he gets back and. 
even though they got the paperwork, they're just like, oh, well, do you falsify these things, uh, nigger? Like, come on in here and, then, and, and get in this concentration yeah. camp. Like, he is safer where he is. And I think, mm-hmm. and I agree, like, you don't, he doesn't know what's going on. He is completely blind to the fact and think, he's, all he sees is, they hurt my people. I got to help my people. I got to do, but I can't be Black Lightning, but I'm going to see if I can just do. So, yeah, you, you're right, but, I mean, it's unfortunate it's no there's no ultimate right thing because it's right for him to to bring that to her but i just don't think it was right in the way because it was like a time sensitive thing and to throw grace into it my problem is you just got done calling her a whore the other you know day ago behind this same girl so now i feel like you manipulating her it's not like Look, man, you've been, you know, you've been with Grace forever. You know, I, I, I love her because you love her. Think about her. It was more like, well, what's something to happen to her? Then what? It's like, don't, don't. Y'all just said two episodes ago. Oh, I'm starting to realize that Anissa is an adult. What? You didn't lost track of your youngest daughter. She being groomed by this creep, and you, it's just, it's like, man. You 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 too <laughs> divided. You too split up. Your hands are in so many pots. Where your your wife is now a drug groomed addict. Your youngest daughter is being groomed by this grown creepy man, and then your oldest daughter is going off being the prodigal son. But you won't even let her do that unless it suits you and your needs. So, I just I I'm I'm coming around to Jefferson. I do like him, but I think he's trying to do the same shit he's been doing, and he's not adapting to his environment well enough because even the ending of this episode could have been avoided had you have went about it a different way even if you have to i I just feel like even the ending could have been handled differently by him and you still thinking you black jesus you're not black jesus here you might be black jesus here but with the asa here now there's not one jesus there's so many others so you're just one in a sea of many at this point. Mm. So, yeah, that's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> stupid just, as hell. No, I mean he, his haircut looks good. Anissa goes to the South Freeland. Thank God, you can get out of this shit. Anissa goes to South Freeland <laughs> and talks to uh, the Sanjay and hands him a briefcase that's got only twelve syringes in there, but it's two briefcases so that makes twenty four. 24 can be multiplied into 48. So, um, I really want to know why they don't like each other anymore. Like, I really need to know the backstory on this because they don't like each other at all. And she's like, I bought the vaccine and it works on metas. And she, is it the Sanjay metas? Aren't they metas? They are. Now, she's just like, thank you for bringing this sickness to us. I'm like, are you talking about the metas? Are you talking about the. Because she said she breaks it down like you guys have already been exposed to this. So you need this vaccine to kind of help yourself. And she's mm-hmm. just like, they just don't like each other. And I, I don't even know why. But I don't even think the show, and this is my problem with the show. They have situations like this that seem believable. But then the reasoning is not there. Like what you were saying about a couple episodes ago about um, Anissa having uh, drug money. And that being partly like how she paid for the apartment. I can accept that if the show gives me that. You can't just gloss over that, much like with their argument. Why the fuck are y'all disagreeing with each other? Is it just to have more tension? Why are y'all not together as one? Mm, you know? Yeah, that's what I want to know. 
I don't know. She told me we isolated, we safe. That was the silliest shit. And uh, whatever. So they go back and forth. She talks to Tavon. Tavon lets her know that, hey, I've been making some videos for my parents. Could you take them to her? And then she was like, so this is why I, I, I get I get frustrated with the show my damn self. Because she was yeah. like, you want to take them back yourself? And he was like, you going to take me home? Which I... Going off of the character of who Anissa is, she does what the fuck she wants to do. She feels like whatever decision is the best decision to make, she makes it. Mm-hmm. So why is it all of a sudden she's just like, well, I'm just going to bring the kid home. That's not in her character. She does what the fuck she wants to do all the time. So you mean to tell me... Even though you always go against what everybody, you go against what your dad's been saying, now you want to go with it. No. That's that's not acceptable to me because I know this character does what she wants to do. Like, mm. if she feels like that's a, that's a, she said that's a bad strategy, that's a bad plan. She's been yeah. doing this. She's been saying these things. So why is it all of a sudden now you want to go ahead and do what? No. The plot call for it. Exactly. Call for it. CW for convenient writing. You you could have had Gamby talk to your dad. Like, Gamby was in this episode. He could have helped out. Like, we can't just walk back into freedom. Why are we not... Why are we not using some fantastical, magical device to get him back in there? Well, you kind of can't because of the barrier. But even that, like, when we get him back, then what happens? Like, now he's back in the belly of the beast. Why not sneak his parents out? Makes sense, but I just I didn't like I didn't like this because she's that's not her character. She does what's best for her, and now she's gonna bring him back home. That's stupid. And then so you know she's gonna bring him back, and then Painkillers is like uh, Odell's like Blackbird has snuck out some more metas. Um, have you got you know a lock on her? He's like, yeah, I'm right here at the uh, at the breach now, waiting on her. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So we know that that um, Khalil or Painkiller is gonna be waiting on her when he get, when she gets when she comes out, and mm-hmm. then I think it, yeah, and then we get uh, the back and forth between Lynn, yes. and Tobias, mm, old man Tobias. Yeah, he's like, I really That's... like your work. Mm. <laughs> How many of them mm-hmm. little nigga kids died in your? Kid? Yes, up <laughs> our kids, but yeah, pretty much could have said nigger. She and then I like that she is okay. Man. I like that she is. She just accepts it. Like she's not. She, he's getting to her, but she's not really showing. She said yes about Four, 10 14, to 14. 14, 14 kids died that day on my watch. Mm-hmm. I like my crack. Okay. Um. And he is the pettiest motherfucker around. Float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. You got fire. That's for damn sure, Doctor Stewart. He was, and, he was talking about how he, how she beat up Doctor Chase. Chase. Yeah, that shit. This was really a good back and forth. And I mentioned on Twitter, I don't remember them ever having a scene with just them two. Like, when would they have ever just been together? Mm-hmm. But I like Tobias and Lynn. I like them. Um, well, Tobias was basically acquainting her to what he, to him, and she's mm-hmm. like, "I'm nothing like you." And he was just like, "No, Look what you you're are. Doing, man. This is what you're doing." He said that needle right there lets me know everything. Which mm-hmm. she has the the um serum that she he has been taking for all of these years. Which we find out that she needs to give him this serum so she can get the 
I, what is it? The she had to get the bone, bone marrow. Yeah, something yeah. is bone marrow to to uh, to isolate the, the 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 protein to basically get this cure to isolate the metagene. Yeah. So they had to juice him back up to be able to do this, and the the conversation was so good. Like you know, like she was like, "I'm nothing like you." He was just like, "No, you like me." And he was like, "Just like I said, fire! You got that fire." Mm-hmm. Pass me some of that crack. Down. Nervous breakdown, hell. Um, so that was cool. I, I really like that. I do hope we get a bit more of them because it worked. I like that. Um, so then we go to Anissa's condo, and Gamby is checking on Grace, who's going through her leopard spot phase thing, whatever. What he has these three laptops that has like science looking stuff, and they can hear a report from the ASA agents. Where they say, "Oh, we got a lock on Anissa," and, or Blackbird rather, and they keep saying, "Don't engage," because of course we know that's when Khalil or Painkiller is going to whoop her ass. Well, how? I thought it was odd. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. How does she not recognize him? How does he not recognize her? Shit. <laughs> well, her costume's a lot better than his. He ain't got nothing on but some Johnny Cage glasses. Well, oh yeah, because he didn't have dreads last time either. They got clothes got cut off. No, he died with Drizzt, didn't he? No, fool, he had his hair cut off. That's right. Well, even if he did, it don't matter. That face is very, like, you were a teacher. He looks like Johnny Cage in this scene. He does. With a a harness and a, I don't know, a a vacuum cleaner rope around his neck or something. Um, Yeah, so they fight. How you feel about this choreography? Fight scene was really good on this one. It just annoyed me that they didn't. That she didn't recognize that that was Khalil. Like, yeah, that just that I'm like that's niggas. He ain't got nothing on some big shades. <laughs> that's all yeah. he has on. Like right. he, he and but it was a good scene. I I really enjoyed the fact that you know he did when he when he touched her he poisoned her of course and then uh, Tavon comes out with a metal pipe with his no fighting stuff. We know you ain't yeah. fighting in these streets and what he swings it. A... <laughs> I was like, bro, you so. You, you survive painkiller's first attack on free on that Freeland High School. What are you doing? Um, yeah, so but the they're fight both was, infected, and Go the fight ahead. was smart too because she knocks painkiller outside of the yeah the, the perimeter the perimeter the, the, field. the field, and then she escapes with Tavon. I was like, that was very smart because he can't yeah. he can't he's got to find it. He's got to because. The only way they can go in or out of the 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 field, the force field, is if uh, it's a hole somewhere. Like mm-hmm. she was finding the weak spots, and then so what she did was she knocked him out of it. He's standing out there looking stupid, and she escapes with Tavon. Both of them are poisoned mm-hmm. at the moment. Um, very good fight scene though. Corey, fight yeah. choreography is good. I do like the fact that. Um, that she did hold her own against him. The only thing that kind of took her out, took her out was like he poisoned her arm, and mm-hmm. um, but she did get back up and she did fight again. I, see, I watch wrestling, so I know the shit like this. Mm-hmm. She 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 hit him with the strong arm, but then the arm that got poisoned, you can tell that she took she threw like a weaker, like it was mm-hmm. a weaker punch with the with the with the okay. poison arm. Like I noticed that, and I thought that was really cool. So, so do you think she's doing much better? I mean, the choreography overall is better, but her character—that kind of attention to detail—is mm-hmm. 
proven. Okay. That's yeah, good. I thought I thought they did a real. I thought they were going to do a really good job with the the fight choreography for the whole season so far has been good. Yeah. I haven't had a problem with any of it. I agree. Um, um, the thing I don't agree with is that she yelled um, as loud as she could. Dad, Dad, Dad me and Tavon are hurt. Father of mine. Coming like, in hot. Jefferson Pierce up. Oh, Black Lightning up. Oh, Dad up. Oh. Jefferson Pierce. Black Jesus. Bruce Wayne. One, two, three, Main oh, Street. Like, oh, Clark Kent. Oh, oh, oh. Clark Kent. Barry Allen. Oh. <laughs> Vixen, <laughs> yeah, I was like, what, man, shut the fuck up, Anissa. Y'all ain't got, you couldn't say Black Lightning, like you talking about. Some, well, even that would be fucked up. But you said Dad, like, and then not not only that, though we know what happens eventually. Like you saying in front of Tavon, like, what are you doing? Right, right. Stupid. Stupid. So then we get Odell showing, finally saying, showing up to the apartment. So I guess he does know where the apartment is. But that wasn't what they've <laughs> given us before. That's why I'm so, the continuity of this show is so fucking silly. He, why, he did not know she had this apartment. And see, what I thought was, he realized that she had her own place and was showing up to like hide in the shadows. And when she opened the door, I thought he knew that that wasn't her. Nah. Nah. No. And I only say that because for him to say, like, if I'm assuming that you live at the Pierce house and I show up at a place that you home that I don't know of and I'm talking to you like, oh, no, you know, like that was clearly not Anissa. And something about it felt like he was. I feel like this was going to come back to bite her in the ass in a later episode where he would be like, oh, you know, I saw you. Your house looks nice. It's decorated or something. And she, it would fuck her up. But mm. apparently he just knows that she has her own place. That doesn't make any sense based off of what we've gotten so far. Mm. Mm. Whatever. Well, I mean, he comes in. She's very meek. Like, oh, no, I'm just reading a book. And then he's like, I came in here expecting you to be Blackbird because data. I follow data. Miss <laughs> Pierce, I follow data. And data rarely. Now, I like what he said, though. And if you listen and paid attention, made sense. He said data. I think he said data rarely is wrong. Uh, yeah. Real, I think he said rarely is wrong or something. He made it like data can be it's a small percent. Basically, I took it as that it could be wrong in a small percentage. And I guess that was that small percentage. He had it. He's, mm. he's trying to walk upstairs and game is looking like he's fresh out of Miami vice. Cocks yeah. his gun, got the money behind him and he's pointing at the door. And I was like, Oh yeah, that's a Miami vice scene right there. And then mm-hmm. he walks and then he kind of was like, you know what? And then he just put it out there. You know what? Blackbirds, uh, I had, I took I got all the data that tells me that you're supposed to be Blackbird, but that can't be true because Blackbird is out being apprehended as we speak, and I'm talking yeah. to you right now. So there's no way possible that that you could be at two places at once, Miss Pierce. Mm-hmm. I apologize. You know, he's like, I'm sorry. I'll leave you to your reading, and I'll see you later. And then now, tell me this, and and be for real. As much shit as we give Anissa, do you not think she did a very good job with this? She performance? did. She did. She Nefessa Williams did that. Like she did. I I felt like 
that was Grace. Mannerisms, mm-hmm. the way she spoke. I honestly think she did a better job playing Grace than she did playing Anissa. I did but, too. But we, yeah, she, that she was needed damn to be good. playing more of that that role because that was way better than what she normally plays. Ah, uh, that's I, I enjoyed that. Yeah, um, I like the Gamby was ready to go. He was like, "Nigga, if I gotta shoot your fucking head off, Gamble that's what's gonna happen." Gamble was fresh out of an action movie. He was taking four. <laughs> damn, because the Gamby code. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I still kind of feel like he going to bring this back up to Anissa later. Like, some kind of way he going to use this against her. Mm, yeah, so, so. You don't think so? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. I think he's done um, this. One thing I don't like about Grace's powers, but it does make sense with the budget of the, budget of the show, with the show we have, is that her clothes, clothes change. I feel like Anissa should have been in that outfit. That's... But Mystique does it all the time, so it's, it's it's it didn't take me out of the show. I was like, oh, why are you why are you wearing that? But, um, yeah. So Gamby rushes out, and she's like, hey, I thought you were black. And he was like, hey, I thought you were black too, but you're not. So, um, so then we go to the church and the pastor. Oh, your uncle, your uncle. No. Now that's something I will never claim. This motherfucker, that ain't got nothing to do with me. Oh, you know. He he limps out of the sanctuary, and and I like this between him and Henderson because I thought they was gonna go back and forth like in season one, like episode two, when they was at each other's necks and but they didn't. Um, Henderson gives this little smile, like, okay, nigga, it's time for you to go. So he follows Data too, and uh, and um. He pretty much arrested the pastor. You can't arrest me, him. God looking down on you. That's it. God sees everything with your black ass. Get your damn hands off me. I'm a pal. I didn't like that. I didn't like that Oh, I thought it was Um, dumb as fuck, too. Now, you can get arrested anywhere, homie. Yeah, not even that. This whole idea that they have out here that being religious or being in the church is some elevated place in the, I don't want to sound rude, in the real world, not to say church isn't legitimate, because if you believe in it, that's what it is, but that is something very separate from the law. So if you're hiding a murderer in your church, why would I not arrest the murderer just because he's in your church? Mm-hmm. This ain't somebody trying to but get... But the murderer ain't the pastor. You know, he's He basically is saying you're not supposed to arrest the pastor at church. And that's an even bigger symptom of a larger problem. And so... This whole untouchable aesthetic, for lack of a better term, that he has going on is really bothering me because they're really leaning into the religious of it all when this could have just been, I am a figurehead of this community. Why do you think that I am a part of this? Versus the whole, this is the church, God, watch you. Okay, girl, that's fine. There are Christians who are murderers. There are Christians who are thieves. There are Christians in jail. That's beside the. I, 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 that just it felt on brand for him, but it felt very weird. In the show, that's like it. That would just felt weird. Like his his terminology. Um, you why you arrest me in the church? Well, motherfucker, take ten steps out the front door. Can I not arrest you in front of the church? Look, not arrest you down the street. Wrong is wrong. Whether who whoever you is, right, look. Let's say so. You got a name. You got a pastor in front of your name. 
I get it. You feel like Reverend, you're a big yeah. deal. Reverend, whoever, whatever the hell it is. At the end of the day, you're wrong. You get arrested. Church grounds mm. tonight. Kiss my ass. Yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't, well, mean, to talk, was... I didn't mean to talk about your uncle like that. They ain't gonna do with me. I don't know. You can claim all you want to. I don't know. I'm sorry to this man. I see that man walking down the street. I wouldn't know his name or nothing, Jesus. Sorry, sorry to, to this man. man. <laughs> he talking about people got rights and shit, so whatever. He gets arrested and locked up. And then we go back to ASA where we've just had a makeover. <laughs> Tobias He's back, back. Young again. Yeah. The juice, the juice, the serum works. He's young. And then he goes into a conversation about this electrified Negro always saving your kids. Mm-hmm. And so he's figured it out. He's basically cracked the code. He was like, you know, one time what did he say? One time is an accident, twice is a pattern. A pattern. But three times? No. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you a question, Dr. Stewart. What did your super suit look like? That oh, made I me holler. That made me motherfucking holler. I said, oh. you trying to outbag Odell, ain't you? You look, trying to do your thing, boy. You trying to do your thing. But he was like, now, don't worry. When I killed that sorry, that sorry uh, super, what did he say? Sorry, electrified Negro over husband. Like that. He ain't saying, you know he ain't saying nigga. <laughs> He, you and you, you and your two kids, y'all to be all right. I always pay my debts. Oh, yeah. that he went off. He was like, "Oh yeah, I know who you are. Mm-hmm. I know who you are. I know who Jefferson." He he even said Jefferson's name. That electrified Negro Jefferson Pierce. No, he called him a lying ass. He called him. He yeah. said lying. He said that lying nigga. That yeah, lying nigga. Say nigga he said that lying true. Negro Jefferson Pierce. I'm gonna get him. I'm gonna get him. So he knows. We find out that Tobias has figured, finally cracked the code. He knows. I mean, he been in jail this whole time, nothing but time on his hands. And he even said it. He said, when that spineless boy ran off with your daughter and then a new uh, firecracker woman um, emerged and she almost took my head. Like he was, he pretty much told, he pretty much wrapped up season two. Mm-hmm. In a very good way. Well, you—I don't think you even need to watch season two if you watch this episode. Um, so yeah, she says he's delusional. He's like, no, I ain't delusional, motherfucker. I know what I see. Yeah. Um, um, and I make you this promise: after I kill that black lightning, that lying bastard Jefferson Pierce, he gonna get him. He's like, I'm gonna get him. I'm gonna get him. Oh, he wants to always so bad. This motherfucker. That super you, serum you, you gave this daughter. motherfucker a, a fresh cut. Yeah, the line, the line was nice. I said, oh, okay, nigga. I see you, you. <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, Lynn stabs him in the thigh. The yeah, pelvic area to get the, the bone marrow without an yeah. anesthetic, and it hurts him. Or right, so it let, let yeah. us see, think it hurts. He ain't hurt that nigga. And he played that part because he 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 did all that screaming and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then then we go to this horrible ass corridor scene where they love to film here. Uh, motherfuckers love the 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 the, the um, avatars was here for last season. Uh, this where they, this where they broke down that wall where Doctor Jace found some shit. Whatever. This was very much that Ricky dying in uh, Boys in Boys in the Hood. 
Anissa and Tavon stumble in, and Tavon has like a big flesh wound, and his arm is fucked up, and he's turning into Venom from Marvel Comics. And uh, and uh, Jefferson is like, "Oh my God, wake up, nigga!" He's like, "Oh, Black Lightning, please braid my locks," and then he dies. Jefferson in his new black suit that he got from Odell is like, oh, Tavon, wake up. My name is Jefferson Pierce. I'm Black Lightning. And Gamby and Anissa are just watching. First of all, fuck Anissa. Because she was like, see, I told you. This is on you. No. No, it's not. She didn't have to say that. I feel like that did not need to be said. No. That's not all on Jefferson. You, You. Who else is it on? It's on her, too. Yeah, I agree. She ultimately made the decision. So stop trying to put it on somebody else. That's why I'm like, she's not a good superhero, bruh. She's just not. She's a selfish bastard. I'm sorry. I can't deal. Can't mm-hmm. deal. Can't deal with it. No, yeah. I'm I'm with you on that. I do think it's also her. Because you can't can't be running back and forth for a whole month saving people from Freeland. Um and then for this one thing that didn't go your way now it's now it's just your dad. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't think that's. I don't think that's right. But I mean, he is a big part of it. She's a bigger part because she went along with it. But if there was ever a time to stand up to your father, this should have been it. Or if it's um, ever a time to take responsibility for your actions, this was this was it. Say that. Say, say less. Oh, say less. Oh, say say less. No, I just, yeah. Um, I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. I hate that they keep killing off these black boys on this show. I I'm not okay with that. Mm. I'm not. It's starting to look, feel like Riverdale in this motherfucker. Um, so they uncover Tavon's body at the morgue. Was that at the morgue? I thought they were still in the caves. Mm-mm. No, this no, because <laughs> Jefferson was in his suit. They were. Oh, at he the was in his what? And, uh, I, I imagine he I was in his what? Like he's going to come back to life. What was he in? Huh? He was in his what? In his blue suit. Oh. You a whole hoe out here. Um, yeah. That good looking blue suit. Come on, blue shoes. Um, but they've killed Todd. They've killed Issa. Now they've killed Tavon. Why these black boys keep dying? Shit. Ask that about real life. Yeah, but shit. That shit happens in real life, man. Like oh, we can't man. get we can't get past that now, man. Come on, bro. No, fuck that. I'm sick of this shit. God damn it. Oh my god. We sick move <laughs> We move back to the lab where <laughs> Odell's asking about patient number forty nine. How'd everything yeah. go? She isolates it. She's got everything going on. But the bigger issue is he knows. He knows. And we gotta get this done. We gotta get rid of this dude. She was like, I wanted family dead and his house burnt to the ground. We can no, <laughs> we no longer, I can't. And here we go. Here we go again. Hey, I'm trying to protect my family. He's going to kill my family if we don't get this done. So once I'm done with uh, patient number 49, you know what to do, Odell. But the thing is, Odell's not going to kill him. He needs Of course him. not. He's too important. He He's way too important. But they have a back and forth and Odell's just like, hmm. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. Nice motherfucker. You work for me now. No. Um. And this this whole aggressive. I want him dead. I want him murdered. I want you know his head on a plate. This is. It seems 
in line with Liam, but it seems very much not. Like, it That's feels like something talking. she would probably think, like, oh, I want my family to be safe, but she really, like, like went there. Um, yeah. It's just the crack talking. So, right. So we go to hmm. where I have more issues. We go to the end of the school day. And he said, where I have more issues. Some random boy knows that Tavon is dead and was killed by the ASA. So then this one boy gets to yelling at ASA. Whatever, I'm okay with that. What I'm not okay with is that whoever this boy is who told everybody that Tavon is dead, why did you wait to the end of the day when everybody's walking out of school? That was weird. Like, you wait till the moment we're walking down the steps, and it's probably just so that you could have this scene in the show. I was like, nigga, how long have you known this? Where did you get this information from? Like, don't just give me a bit more. Uh, what? Come on. No, I don't agree with that. Like, I, I feel like this is typically, I don't know about you, but when I was coming out of school at the end of the day, that's when you found out the most shit. Like, man, you know, like, you know, uh, Tina got, got caught downstairs with. The PE teacher, like for real, yeah, that that's was in like that was like second, that was in like third period, bro. Like for real, different from somebody dying, being murdered. You yeah, know what man, saying? but I, I, I feel you. But for me, I guess from my experiences with stuff like that, like I, I kind of feel like, to me, that made sense. Okay, to me, to it, me. Hmm. Well. Big boy yelling at the ASA. And then, did you see that random white girl that was in there? I was like, how many? I thought it was like one white person at this school. No, what? it's several. Stop. You're just being No, fam. Man. I ain't seen none of these folks before. It, it, um, it's more integrated since Mike Lowry got, became principal. Thank you. That seasoning salt ass nigga. So, then one of the ASA agents is like, yeah, go back to class. I was like, it is the end of the day. This is literally the end of the day. Like, what are you talking about? Go back to class. Um, apparently, everybody has a varsity jacket at the school. So everybody... It's a uniform. <laughs> Shit. No, fam. That was a letterman's jacket with a G on it. Well, the fat kid didn't have one unless they have one for eating. No, no. He had on a blazer. There were so many people with these letterman jackets. It's a black high school. Everybody play basketball there. Everybody played a varsity sport at this fucking Shit. school. Everybody. Like, track. You got you got track, basketball, swimming. Uh, well, golf. It's, well, yeah, it is a, it's a, like well, it's a black it's a black high school, so I ain't know ain't nobody swimming there. But football, uh, basketball. Why are you like this, motherfucker? What? <laughs> black people swim. goddammit. it! I know. I'm one of them. One. All right. Anywho. So they get the chanting for Trayvon, for Tavon, for Tavon, and one of the officers hits this motherfucker in the face <laughs> with a gun. That kid is a, that fat kid is a grown ass man. Okay. <laughs> he, that's part of the problem. That Cole. nigga grown like, as fuck. He is a child. They well, saw him as an adult. He that's a child a of God. <laughs> that's the only child right, he is. He a child of God. Jackson. That motherfucker is huge and manly as hell. Look, he got he a five o'clock shadow and everything. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> I don't. I'm not doing this with you. So then, and he threw that book very weakly too. Listen, these spikely whites have attacked these black kids because you know how spikely got the evil white villains. 
Now, um, wait a minute. Hold on, and then we can go to the real scene. Go ahead. This fat kid ate... <laughs> He he got hit with the bunt of a fucking assault rifle and ate that shit and got up. <laughs> you got to be a grown man to give one of them motherfuckers to get up from that shit. He got he up and better. just rubbed his face. He's like, damn. <laughs> My mama hit harder than that. Oh, got any cake? Got, nah, just... got any cake? <laughs> <laughs> now you stupid. <laughs> that boy, that was unnecessary. That was for... unnecessary force. Like, Eh, he fought in the locker room for snacks before, I'm sure. Oh, not snacks. <laughs> Man. With his shirt off. <laughs> you going to hell. You are going to hell. You are going to jail, period. <laughs> what the fuck? Man. So he get his ass knocked down. Jefferson comes outside, which is, where were you, Jefferson? You were mad close, Jefferson. What the? Okay. So Jefferson walks down and he's in ASA face. He finna that nigga tall as hell. Oh, that yeah, cop he's was short. like six four, I believe. Like he's sitting up here looking down at this cop. He's like, "I told you to stand down." And he was just like, "Uh, what you want, little white man?" And yeah. then and they, that man looked tall. That white man looked tall. Yeah, but Jefferson looked like Frankenstein compared to him. Um, I, yeah, he's what is he? Um, that nigga tall too, though. Um. Yeah. Trying to look up his height while you were talking, Chris. Oh, Williams. well, uh, uh, but yeah, Go ahead. like so we get this jarring ass scene of a black man getting beat down by the police. He's six four, not so same height. And uh, that scene was something else. Like that was a powerful scene because he got he got he got typical white cops, black black man trying to do the right thing. And the police mm-hmm. just they just they just went in on him. He his eyes turned blue. Which I love that. Oh God. No, you no, yeah. Me. Like aesthetically, I love it because even when Jennifer does that, it's like that's a very low cost way to get across like how severe the situation is. Mm-hmm. And to show that restraint. So I did like that. Like same thing when it happened when he was in the car and when he first got out, he was like motherfucker out of jail for real. Yeah. When he first got out and him and Jennifer was in the car yeah. and they had the uh checkpoint. He was a <laughs> <laughs> But they yeah, they beat I him, see, they beat on him, they beat on him, and then Lloyd, Brandon, aka Lloyd, comes looking for Jen and she was like, Look, don't worry, man. Your hair looks luxurious and I give you your coat back later on. And he's like, okay. Nah, like you didn't hear about Tavon? They killed him. He was like, she was like, what? They killed Tavon? He was like, yeah. But I, that ain't what I want to tell you. Like, I want to tell you about, I want to tell you the secret about me being a meta. And then they go to the door and they hear the commotion and they see the ASA beating the hell out of her, her dad. Like, beat the hell out of this dude. And she goes to try to, like, save him. And he's like, no, 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 no. And he grabs her back, brings her back in. And then she electrifies him and he absor- absorbs her powers. Yeah. And she was like, how'd you do that? He was like, no time to talk. We got to say Manhattan. Yeah. Um, so, and I like his eyes too, bro. Like they, he, so he, he took the fire for all intents and purposes that she would have expelled and he absorbed it into his own skin and his eyes rolled to the back of his head and they were just like, like storm on X-Men. Yeah. His eyes went completely white. Until he calmed down. This motherfucker has control mm-hmm. over his shit. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, it must I be like that. his luxurious locks. That must be what it is. What, what's, that, what's that Bible? That nigga from the Bible, if you cut his hair, he loses power? Samson. 
There we go. That's Samson right Mm-mm. there. Cause that motherfucker. <laughs> he is the um, he is the new school R and B singer. So I'm, I I think I like him a little bit, and I think the powers really did it for me. Before it was like whatever, I could take you or leave you. But there's so much that could be done with that that, and he hasn't registered as a meta. So something something got to happen. He got to do some shit. So. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm ready to see how that's going to um, kind of work into the story. And when we come out on the other side of crisis, I hope he's still on the show. Nah, he's I'm, making it past this. Huh? He, he's not. Don't worry. Man, I hope he. They do, can't man. afford Lloyd. He's a high. He's a high tier singer. Oh, uh, so, <laughs> and this, uh, yeah, Jennifer's mad. She goes to the truck where <laughs> Odell is. And she was like, beat my dad down like a dog is part of the ASA's plan to save us, right? And he was like, I marched with Martin Luther King to Which? Selma, and I do not want to see a black man get beat down. I don't want to see that. Do. They will be reprimanded. So he said, I'm not racist. I have black friends. That's exactly what he said. <laughs> but what, What's the point of bringing up? But we see that Anissa gets, I mean, Jennifer gets her suit, and she goes to he basically takes her to he takes her to those officers' house, and why are they all together? I have no idea, but they playing poker together, and she they shows she she shows up at the door, and her eyes like he's like, "What are you doing here, little nigger girl?" And she okay, and her, what? That's what he said. And then, yes, he did say that. He said, "What are you doing here, little nigger girl?" No, he did not. And then her eyes light up and she smiles as 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 though I'm thinking that she probably kills them. Yeah. I hope so. And hope then we get to the final scene, which is really, really good. We get to the scene where Henderson has um has Rain's uncle and nope. two bit in the back. And two bit like, man, what you got me? You know, they've been arrested. Why'd you get me back here all day for? And he takes them out, and he uncuffs them, and he said, what is going on here? And then the preacher, Rain's uncle, goes into uh, nope. talking a Bible verse about how this ain't right. And um, Henderson goes into a speech about talking about, like, hey, like, look at this. And it shows uh, Jefferson getting beat down by the cops or by the ASA. And he said, this is the spark that we need. He's like, Tavon. And this right here is the spark that we need. And he's like, Freeland's tired of, of hiding. We're ready to fight. We need to form together and do this. And and then he talks to, he said, I'm tired of us. We've all been nickel and diamond in the ASA trying to fight him. He's like, it's time for us to form together. And then he, he tells he tells uh, the pastor, uh, you know, the, like he him and the pastor go back and forth. And then he's like, two-bit figures it out. He's like, oh, you the leader of resistance. He was like, yeah, we can't do this by ourselves. And then Blackbird pops up. And everybody who's a part of the resistance pops up, and he's like, "We're gonna fight back." And he shakes the pastor's hand, and do what? I said, "Why that one? Fuck that nigga." But yeah, God. well, it's your uncle, man, and two bits happy as hell because two bits gonna be helping too. And we ain't gonna be arrested. Shit, that's what he happy about. But, <laughs> but um, we, we basically find out that Henderson is the leader of the resistance, and next episode they're gonna be fighting back. I don't think anybody saw that coming. I didn't see it coming I, either. Now that I, I, I can honestly I did say, this well, episode, you, I think you said when, something about it. Yeah, but that was more or less a guess. I was like, oh shit, that makes sense. 
but I'm not going to act like I've known this whole time because, like I said, I thought it was um, um, clapback news at first. I thought she was just like wearing a hood. So Life Jennings, uh, that black woman is using Blackbird's name randomly, and that makes sense because remember when Blackbird and that chick got the argument, she was like, "I'm gonna tell the boss," mm-hmm. and it turned out to be so. But did Anissa know that that? I don't know. So she's known this whole time that Henderson was. I don't know. I mean, kind of knows it to the continuity of what we've been talking about this whole season. Yeah, so, this eh. felt like for those of you out there who watch Scandal. If y'all remember, spoiler alert if you haven't seen it, this show been out for years. But that scene in, I think, season two or three, where we found out the Illuminati was like Olivia, the first lady, that country-ass nigga from Texas, uh, um, and Cyrus. How It was like all these people who got the president into power who you never would have thought would have been connected. That's mm-hmm. what this felt like. It didn't feel like they pulled it off well. Because if they did, I think the life Jen is looking dude and the black chick, we should have gotten more of them over the season. They didn't feel important enough. But, I mean, it served its purpose. But I was like, I don't... Who the, We could have did without them. You could have took them out the scene. It would have read the exact same. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man. This was, this was good. This brought me back into the fold, man. Um... Who who you who you got, man? Who your favorite for this episode, man? Uh, I would have to go. I'm about to go with Henderson. Mm. He pulled off mm. a lot of good stuff. I, I I knew something was up with him throughout the episode, but I didn't know it was gonna be that. He was. I I, I thought he might have. I thought he might have had something to do with the resistance, but I didn't think he was gonna be the leader. Like I thought he was just rounding them up. To, yeah. to bring them to the leader, and we was gonna get this bit reveal of who who the leader was, and it might have been nigga Nightcrawler or something like that. But mm-hmm. um, I have to pick Henderson for the same reasons. Out of all the stuff that happened and what everybody did in this episode, him being the resistance leader really, really that, that was some that good was a writing. good twist. That was a good plot twist. So, but I mean, he got Khalil Mama killed. <laughs> Wow. So yeah. Um so who who's your least favorite? I miss him. Okay. I saw that coming. Haters gonna hate. Um Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know Leave my sister alone. Nah. Um Well she needs to okay. have a better character. She was good as Grace. Uh, I mean, I'm not talking about the acting part. The acting part I'm over that. I I I, <laughs> I just feel like she made decisions that she don't make. Like this yeah. is this is it it just no well, I'm, I'm sorry it, it's show I'm not gonna excuse it because she's part of the show but I'm gonna put that on the show because even with Grace Grace is my least favorite and a lot of her conversation was very weird like why are you oh I thought you were black oh, and this timid scared girl I'm okay with that from the beginning when her powers start manifesting but I personally feel like you ghosted Anissa mm-hmm. months ago. You've been surviving on your own for all this time. You even got back into Freeland and said out your own mouth, I've been surviving in Freeland like months or a month without you. So I think you know, I can make... Also, you stealing drugs from the, the clinic without nobody knowing. Why are you not more confident or more powerful? Not to say you got to have a handle on everything, but she's too... Doc, not docile. She's too meek. Are you talking to, about Grace? Yeah. 
Yeah, she was clearly a strong character when we first met her, and now she's not. So, I think yeah, it's because of the drugs. I don't. Even with that, that doesn't to me. That doesn't. That's no excuse. It's crack. Mm-mm. I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm over that. So I didn't really. You over crack. Um, I didn't like that. So Grace is my least favorite. She. She, she wasn't great for me this episode, and hasn't been this whole season. You know. Mm. Chitara knockoff ass motherfucker. You so um, How many stars you rate in this episode? Four stars. This is a really good episode. And the, right twi- the twist, the the this is gonna sound bad, but Jefferson getting beat by the police and the twist really sealed the deal for four stars on me. Yeah, no, I, I wholeheartedly agree. I think that that was some good storytelling, and then also I can't ignore Brandon. Mm-hmm. Him. Not only us finding out he's not a bad guy, not only us finding out he's a meta, but the way his powers work in conjunction with um, Jennifer, I think that also added to making this a four because that was a very small part of this whole episode. Mm-hmm. But I thought it it played it played well, so I'll give it a four as well. Okay. So yeah, uh, so yeah, listeners, y'all, let us know what you're rating the episode. Who is your favorite and who is your least favorite? Did you say who your least favorite was? Yeah, Grace. Oh. Grace is my least favorite. Man, that's so you. That's that's so generic. She wouldn't even in. She wouldn't like even. She wouldn't even in show that long. Well, yeah. if I got to pick a mainstay character, I mean, you don't. Your show. pick is your pick. I'm just talking bad I'm about thinking. your pick. You don't have to pick no mainstream character. I just wanted to talk bad. But about no, Grace, because I just pick. I don't like you. Brought her back from the dead essentially, and now she's not even the same person she was before. I understand changes, but. The changes that they made with her character, don't like that doesn't. When she was that confident person on screen, um, who Gamby saw turning into a man, but then turning into a lion and eating somebody, th- where's that Grace? Where's this Grace that's like firm in her powers and can use them, even if she fuck up a little bit? Give me that person. Mm-hmm. I don't like this. I don't like this Grace we got now. Crack. Even the Grace who was. Mad at Anissa for ghosting her, and the and the Grace who was at the party at Zobe party, mad, and the one who was like, "Well, motherfucker, can you promise you ain't gonna hurt me again?" That's the Grace I want to see. I don't mm-hmm. know who the fuck this Grace is. Okay, I feel you on that. I feel you on that. <sighs> so I'm I'm over that shit, y'all. Um, over the- it. <laughs> Hated it. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so I'm over that shit. Fuck it. Yeah. Uh, let us know what y'all think. What are your favorites, your least favorites, your MVP? What do you rate this? And uh, what your predictions are for the next couple episodes? Are we getting close to that crisis, which is on uh, December 8th? Sunday, December 8th is when it begins. I'm sure it'll start with Batwoman and then with Supergirl. So um, I will uh, be tuning in. How many episodes? I think it's five. 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 I think it's five or is it eight? I thought it was six. Six. And it's six shows? Six. I guess so. Yeah, uh, Batwoman, Supergirl, uh, Flash, Black Lightning, Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow. Hey, yeah, that's Green six. Lantern. Green Lantern. All right, nigga. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that's coming up. Green soon. Lantern. John Stewart head ass motherfucker. Wow. Uh, so that's coming up soon in a so couple weeks. Um, a I, chicken I, head. I, we need chicken head. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's not that's like three weeks, three four weeks. Yeah. So we we might have to talk off air about what what something that could happen. That being said, uh, 
Y'all let us know how you feeling about the show so far. Uh, thoughts? Was this a, as good of an episode as we think? What do you rate this show, this episode? Um, shit, what about the other Arrowverse shows? Are you enjoying those? Do they feel like they fit in with Black Lightning and vice versa? Because we're coming up on Crisis and we don't know what the post-Crisis CW shows are going to look like. So let us know any predictions or any of that. So um, any final words for the... All right, for the... <laughs> I do remember the time dance. Oh, uh, yeah. Look, look, everybody. Let me just say this. I'm sorry if you do not agree with me on Anissa, but I just don't... I can't get into the character. I can't buy the shit. Just, I can't do it. She's She has grown as a character this season, but I am not with the shits. That's all I gotta <laughs> say. I can't, I can't fuck with it. Sorry. All right. Well, y'all, um, Henderson has done an amazing turnaround, so we're happy for that. And uh, I'm enjoying it. So use that hashtag, BLMPod, when you're listening to this episode, when you're watching Black Lightning Live. If you're watching on the CW app, Netflix, apparently Apple TV, uh, iPhone users out there, I don't know if they forced us a free Apple TV membership, but there's that. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Let us know what you think, and uh, we will check you next time. Same nerd time, same nerd station. Until then, stay carefree, stay nerdy, and stay the fuck away from freedom. And make sure you stay off that green crack lozenge, please. <sighs> All right, <Cole. laughs>